0: Hey, this is Taylor Morton from The Last Blockbuster, and you're listening to We Podcast, and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 172 of We Podcast, and We Know Things, but not tonight, aptly titled We Pokemon, and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me as, well, actually never, for the first time ever, the best damn trainer in the business, Jim Neugebauer. Howdy, folks. Your first time ever on the podcast you have listened to the podcast for a while we've been friends for a decade it's your first time coming on happy to have you on i really appreciate it Uh, i've been thinking this
1: whole time every every week when i sit down and listen whether it's friday or tuesday or whatever the hell you used to do it um (laughs) that there wasn't enough pokemon uh there's never enough pokemon i mean you've done multiple top 50s top 10s top 25s in different realms so i'm Glad to be with you today.
0: Yeah, we uh we generally recap all the nerdy news for the week. We're not going to do that this week. We're going to dedicate this entire episode to Pokemon. You probably got that from the episode title and the description wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, So if you're here, we assume you like Pokemon. Now, we got a jam-packed podcast. Poke-rific show for you tonight, where we're going to talk about our beginnings into Pokemon. Jim has, again, it's first time on the show, so we're going to get his impressions of Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, his thoughts on the DLC, we're going to do just a general Pokemon discussion, we're going to hit some of the movies, the TCG, Now, Jim alluded to it a minute ago. We send each other, like, top 50 lists sometimes. We do, like, challenges offline where we come up with top 50 video games. I've actually talked about that on the show prior, uh, but we decided this time to do a top 50 Pokemon. It took us a little bit to get the list together. Well, really, it took me a little bit to get my part of the list together, but we did it. We sent each other 11 through 50, and tonight we're going to reveal the top 10.
1: I must say uh, I got a... Own screenshot while Greg received a beautiful PowerPoint <laughs> from me which one slide per Pokemon so I'm just <laughs> going to say equal effort taken. I
0: got a 40 slide deck that I felt like I was at work and Jim got a literal copy paste job from the notes section of my cell phone so you know who put more effort into it. Uh, Jim's actually even wearing a Pokemon shirt tonight. I'm wearing a Hanes white t-shirt so if so facto it's kind of worked out
1: really well. Big Dugan fan. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Obama Snow. Uh, we're going to do uh, Sam actually send in his top 10 Pokemon list as well. So we have all three of our opinions as Sam is away this week traveling for work because he's a big boy. Uh, So we have that. Our top three this week is being expanded into a top five where we're going to do our top five Pokemon games. And don't fret, my friends. We still have our pick of the week uh, and our trivia. We're going to switch trivia up a little bit tonight because generally we do our race to 11 win by two. uh, But Jim and I wanted to kind of uh, keep the competitive spirit, but also do our own thing. So we're going to do a little bit of that as well. Um, Then some Pokemon news that we some of it we covered last week. Some of it we did not. Uh, And then instead of a CGC spotlight. We're going to do a TCG spotlight, which is Pokemon, the trading card game that Jim has been uh, nice enough to bring over. So a jam packed episode. Looking forward to it. I see what you did there, Greg. Very yeah, well done. Yeah, baby. The TCG spotlight of the week. Sam, uh, instead of sending out a photo with the episode of the comic book that Sam usually spotlights, it'll be of the card. So we'll have it in our Instagram post of the card. Uh, but again, Jim, just to I, talk- I really don't
1: want to interrupt you, but I know people will be listening to this tomorrow, February 7th. But. Today is February 6th, and we just need to give a shout out. Happy birthday to our boy Mewtwo. Yeah. Uh, Happy
0: birthday, Mewtwo, or happy creation day. I don't know if birthday is the right word. Depends on what game you play. Never seen a Mewtwo egg, but who knows? (laughs) It says in red and blue, it's Mew gave birth, which is not what the movie says, and then it's not what Pikachu says, and then in Let's Go, it's like Mew created Mewtwo out of nothing. So it's they really want to retcon the whole Mew gave birth when it doesn't have organs to do so. A little weird of Pokemon lore there. I mean,
1: they just want to retcon everything.
0: Jim, tell us a little bit more about yourself.
1: Yeah, so I've been a Pokemon fan from the beginning. You're about Uh, to say master. You were. I wasn't a Pokemon (laughs) master from the beginning. I'm able to call myself that now. Um, No, from the very beginning. uh, Games came out in the U.S. in 98. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still remember going to the store uh, with my grandma on my mom's side. I uh, got a Game Boy Color. Um, I was a little late to the game on the Game Boy train, so my first Game Boy was a Game Boy Color. Mine was Her Pocket. Ooh, Pocket Blue, uh, Purple, of course, for me, favorite yeah. color in almost everything, and might be uh, a little foreshadow to my list ahead. Um, but from there, uh, I was hooked. You know, I, I was a stoop kid. Grew up in Philadelphia row homes. Uh, all my friends on the block played as well, and spent many years going through all the games. Uh, I still remember to this day not owning a Game Boy Advance and actually renting it from Blockbuster. Wow. And it came in a briefcase straight out of a James Bond movie that you got the Game Boy Advance, the old left and right horizontal, and rented it for a week just so we could play the new generation of Pokemon games, me and my buddy. So uh, from there, you know, I grew up with the times, DS, DS Lite, 3DS,
0: and now we're on the Switch, baby. Yeah. I love it. I never owned an original Advance either, and I... I don't mind it because it had no backlight. My you first advanced the own light. was
1: an SP. Me too. Yeah. Purple, and,
0: purple as well. Uh, I have a gray one now. It's not my one from childhood, and I don't know what color it was from childhood. I imagine blue. I'm a big blue guy. It's not off purple. Purple's like probably my third favorite color. But, uh, Jim, I've known you for about a decade. We went to college together and kind of met through a mutual friend, Ryan. So shout out to Ryan. Uh, we were both in his wedding, and um, you know we both dominated him in fantasy sports on a daily basis. Except for football, <laughs> not football for me. Never no. won my league. No, I've never won your league either. And hell, uh, he's won my league for the past five years. So I can't. he probably tells you that every day. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I appreciate you coming on. It's been a long time um, coming. I mean, you've commented on it almost every week we talk about the show via text message and uh, I appreciate all the feedback you give. Um I try to shout you out as best I can, as much as I can on this show.
1: Yeah, full disclosure, uh, he very quietly did not name me as the person who wasn't thrilled with the outro. new <laughs> outro music, but that was certainly I. It was absolutely. Um, <laughs> so I will take full blame for that.
0: And we have the new outro music tonight as well, so you're going to have to deal with it for one more episode because the outro music we teased last week is ready and rare and a go, and it'll be debuted next week on episode 173. So we're super psyched about that, but you're going to have to deal with the new stuff because I love it. So you're going to have to deal with it for just one more week, and it happens to be the one Jim's on. Maybe I'll make a concession.
1: Hey, I'm glad you're saving the good stuff (laughs) until I'm gone. (laughs)
0: Uh, We got, uh, like I said, a ton to talk about tonight. Um, You've already heard my story about how I got into Pokemon, so I don't need to go into it too deep. But if you're new to this, whether you're friends with Jim and listening to it for the first time or just because uh, you stumbled upon us, uh, I, too, grew up in row homes in Philadelphia. I was also a stoop kid, and I also traveled everywhere with my Game Boy Pocket attached to my hip um, playing blue. Uh, I did own both at one point. I was more of a blue guy than a red guy um, and just loved every second of it. must have restarted 50 times, and, and I was Ash, and I was Red, and I was Greg, and I was Gary, and I was everything that you could think of as a kid. I was ass face, uh, and we had a lot of fun. I have I, just extremely vivid memories of standing out front of my first house when I was a kid, link cabled up to my friends as actually Sam and trading and battling right on my front step. And I, I often think, man, times just didn't get better. Like back then. It was just so Yeah. Weird. I
1: mean, I even remember drives home with my sister from uh, Wildwood yeah. uh, before even those little lights came out and you know, we'd start to drive around six thirty, and there'd be plenty of light to keep playing your game boy. And then as the, You know, as the lights going off and off and off with the sun going down, you start creeping to the window of the car, leaning, trying to get every glimpse of the traffic (laughs) and the overhead lights so you can keep playing. So, no, tons of memories. um, You know, trading, battling, all that jazz. It it was really blessed.
0: I remember the first time I completed the decks. I was in. We had a house, a shore house, right outside of Wildwood and Cape May uh, courthouse, and uh, my buddy Quinn was with us and. I needed to trade for, I think it was my Machoke for a Machamp was the last thing I needed to, to do, to fill my decks. And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it because he knew I needed it. And he was purposely holding out. So when he was asleep, uh, I plugged in his Game Boy and just traded it myself when he was asleep. And that's how I completed my first ever Pokedex.
1: Nice. Was that your first theft?
0: Was, <laughs> was Yeah. First and probably only. There you go. Uh, so before we dive into the picks of the week and the trivia, just a quick reminder we did make a pretty enormous change to our patreon um plugged it all over social media plugged it on this show last week as well we want to start giving back even more to our supporters than we ever have and again you guys keep the mics on we really appreciate all your patronage and support but now, even if you're at the $1 tier on Patreon.com, uh, you will get at least one monthly bonus episode, potentially more. And then when we hit the 50-patron mark, uh, we're going to invite all of our patrons onto the show one by one to come on and co-host the bonus episodes with us. And we'll increase the frequency of them. So we want to give back even more and even more to the folks that support us. So please consider going to Patreon.com slash the uh, Join the Pod Squad, And uh, please help consider supporting us on Patreon. Also, it's kind of already talked about it, but the outro music is ready to roll, and we'll hit that next week, episode 173. Be ready for some really cool outro music. I love it. I've listened to it probably 300 times already, so shout-outs to our friend who is yet to be named uh, who will be doing that. So we'll start off with Picks of the Week. We'll go into our Trivia Challenge that we'll talk about in a minute here, and then some just general Pokémon discussion. But let's start out with our Pick of the Week.
1: Yeah, Greg, so when we were discussing kind of the setup for the show, we obviously didn't want to change the format. So for Pick of the Week, we're not going to say, you know, favorite Pokemon or something like that because we have lists coming up. So the idea came about replay Pick of the Week or suggest a game that maybe people haven't been playing that should be. Um, so I'm going to get on a soapbox here. Pokemon Trading card Game Online does not get enough love. Recently, me and a couple of my buddies have been playing it a lot. And I will tell you, I'm going to make a bold statement, I would rather battle friends on the trading card game online than any core game it is that much fun that's and saying a lot as one of my buddies would say you don't need to buy packs you don't need to buy decks right you can play it get points get you know just standard themed decks and just have fun with your friends it does not get enough love and it really should isn't it a free
0: application to it is. start?
1: It is. Now, it's not on phones right uh, quite yet, but most uh, Android tablets and Apple tablets and most PCs, unless you're running that
0: S was, mode on and Windows. It was, and it was also uh, – it is on Mac, too, because that's where I played it.
1: Yeah. No, it is honestly great. Uh, the visuals are fantastic. It's a cool way to start a collection of cards without – you know emptying your wallet first off and B without having to store them all somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a really cool thing. And I think more people need to check
0: it out. We, uh, I've said it a billion times. I've completed my decks in sword and shield because of Jim. He was my trade partner, uh, to help both of us fill each other's dexes. And I've asked him before, like let's battle. And he said, we'll wait till where our decks are filled this, that, and the other. Now I know the real reason. You, you know, might.
1: Why <laughs> it's because, you know, when it comes to <laughs> battling on the core games, until they put in something where you can't switch out, switch in whenever you need to based on type advantages, I just find that sometimes it loses some of its pizzazz. Okay. Now, I will say, as I've listened on some other Pokemon podcasts in the past, that I do like the, the dynamic of building a team in anticipation of that. Yep. Right. If you have a strong water type and everyone knows you have a strong water type, your opponent's probably going to have a, a strong electric type. So then you build ground moves in on the back end and you build a team that way. Like I completely understand.
0: Yeah. Or you just put a Wobbuffet out there with shadow tag and then you can't call them back.
1: Yeah. Which is the worst. Or that, or you run out of time, (laughs) which you don't do in the Pokemon training (laughs) card game online. So um, there's a lot of advantages to it. Um, I still love battling on the games. I think one thing we need to caveat right now is whenever you make a top 10 list, top 50 list of Pokemon, the last single person on that list or Pokemon on that list, just like the last game on that list, the worst ranked is still one of my favorite games of all time. Mm -hmm. still one of my favorite characters of all time. So it's key to say that Um, when I'm bashing, I'm really just meaning it's the worst of a great set of
0: things. Out of 900 plus Pokemon, there are probably a 50 that I truly don't like, but there's 850 that even though I don't shout out and love and put in my list are still really, they're fun. There's cool creatures that like, You take yourself out of it. I used to live – when I lived around the corner growing up from where I live now, there was this field that connected to Community College of Philadelphia, uh, Northeast Campus. And this was a big open field with hills. And at the bottom of this hill, it looked like a Pokemon stadium. It was insane and all – when we were kids, we used to just go back there. We'd play football. But we'd half the time just be throwing our fake Pokeballs from Burger King out there and be like, go Dragonite, whatever.
1: Someone gets hit with those metal cards that <laughs> yeah, were dipped in gold.
0: In the freaking ball oh. for the first movie. Like, unbelievably like good times of just like – now, personally, I think if Pokemon were real, we'd all be extinct. The human race would not exist. Um, but that's just me. I think. I mean, I think Pokemon would love me. I don't. I can't say anything <laughs> for you. No, they, they would not love me. My cats don't even like me. So you'd me. be like AZ. Oh, okay. From X and Y. Yeah, they would just opt themselves. But I'm not seven and a half feet tall and 3,000 years old. So I guess that's a thing. You're older than me, so I figured it was close. Uh, My pick of the week, I'm going to kind of cop out because it was my pick of the week last week, but I was only three gyms in. And this week I finished it, so uh, I can finally kind of go into it a little bit deeper was Pokemon Black. Um, You know, as we go into our favorite games list and all this stuff, you know, I, I think just to shed a little bit of light onto generation five an often forgotten generation, especially by me as it's in the lower half in terms of my favorite generations. Uh, you know, we were talking before the show when we were having some audio issues and uh, <laughs> talking through you know, generations that maybe the game was great, but it wasn't memorable from either a Pokemon standpoint or a gym standpoint or whatever. And I think Generation 5 suffered from that. It was the generation that tried to do this the soft reboot, the soft reset of the franchise, wipe everything from the first four gens until you beat the Elite Four and the National Dex is unlocked. You only get Generation 5 Pokemon. So it was almost like replaying Generation 1 over again. And they even did the thing where here's the fighting type. Like here's your Machop. It's Timber and Konkldur and uh, Kinkelder, some people call it. Here's Woobat, literally Zubat with a W. Um, so, like, they did all these things. Rog and was the Geodude of the generation. So, they tried to almost remake Gen 1, but they didn't. Ha- I don't know if they had to necessarily, but that game caught a lot of flack. And the first time I played it was in 2012, preparing for X and Y again. Uh, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. And as Pokemon has progressed 6, 7, 8 on the 3DS and the Switch, it's gotten easier and easier and easier. I think the XP share. Um, has kind of made it so you can turn that off in, in Gen 6 and 7 so to kind of still make it a little bit more of a challenge but as you got older and older it just became a little bit easier and when I popped in 5 and I said it last week I lost the opening battle <laughs> one of the two. I lost to the first gym leader, the second gym leader, and the third gym leader all the first time. Well, the
1: rival also takes your
0: opposite type, right? Well, both Well, there's two rivals in that game. Right. And one of them gets the strength, and one of them gets the weakness. I yep. lost. I, I picked Oshawat and I lost to, I think, Charon, who has the Snivy. So um, actually, no, I lost to Bianca as a Tepig because at level 5, they don't know the water moves yet. And she leered me to get my defense down and then stomped me, and it was a critical. And I died off of that. So it wasn't like pretty. Uh, But then I lost to the first three gym leaders. Now, since then, have beaten the game, like I said, 21 and a half hours, 133 in the decks uh, at end time, which is actually three hours shorter than my sword and shield playthrough. So suck it to those people. uh, who think There's not enough Pokemon. And it's too short, dude. Whatever. And so I loved it. I lost to the fourth gym leader. Not, Not just lost. She wiped the floor with me. I didn't even faint one of her Pokemon, and she just wrecked it. I can't even remember who she was or what. Oh, she was Flying-type. She had two Amolgas. And uh, what a bitch Amolga is. And then from there, um, as I kind of leveled through, it became a little bit easier, except you got to the Elite Four. The Elite Four, that's the hardest Elite Four I've ever, ever played against. And even still, there's two fights after the Elite Four that are both really difficult, even though you have a Legendary. Potentially two if you want to go catch Landorus or Tornadus. Um, or thunderous no tornadoes i think so like it was difficult i had so much fun going through it and i can't recommend enough gen 5 to the point where i went out and bought black or white 2 that after i'm done editing this episode tonight i'm excited to start
1: yeah i mean gen 5 is one of those generations because generation 4 was kind of a bridge right you had yeah you have red blue and yellow and then you have gold silver and crystal and everyone loves those games and originally game freak that was it that's all they were doing those two those
0: two games well, originally, th- even Gen 1 was it. I
1: mean. Sure, of course. Um, but then you had Ruby Sapphire, which did great, and, and Emerald as well. I think Emerald's one of the top absolutely like, third uh, games there is. Foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> Maybe. But then you had Gen 4 um, with diamond, diamond and Pearl and, and platinum, platinum, which are also great games, but you could tell that it went a little stale. And I think Gen 5 was like, we need something to spark this. We need a catalyst to get this going. And that's when they decided to hit on the emotion that, as a kid, I didn't care about. And as an adult, I kind of don't want to care about. Because I think they really tackled the idea of, should we have Pokemon? Should they be battling for us? Mm-hmm. Almost had an innuendo to dog fighting. Um, I can't remember the Pokemon. You just played it. Who's the Pokemon that the bad uh, team is kicking at the one point in that movie? Isn't that the game where they're trying to get some dust out of... Oh, what's the name of that Pokemon? can't remember sorry we'll fact check later baby yoda (laughs) (laughs) they
0: they punch baby yoda come on it
1: hasn't been over that long um i think that they tackle that question where they almost relate it slightly to dog fighting and i'm I'm an animal over people person so like i almost don't want to think of pokemon that way yeah but they definitely go into it
0: team plasma is that's n i mean n as the leader of Team Plasma is wholly against the idea of being a trainer and that Pokemon should be owned. They look at it as a form of like slavery, things like that. So the story gets deeper than just you're a trainer trying to be the best. And they wanted to kind of evolve that story instead of just being the champion. There's more to it. And not without spoiling it, like I said, there are two fights after the Elite Four. So it's not just, oh, here's Gary or here's Blue in the other room, Silver. You know, it's it there was more to it from like a morality standpoint and there was one part before after the elite four but before the final battles that from a story standpoint I feel like it could have been tied off there but it there's a part where it's not just you in the fight other people come to your aid and I won't like give more than that but that to me I was like do I want that like I almost missed just wanting to be the best trainer because then you had other generations give you more than just being the best trainer, which is what I really enjoyed about Sword and Shield, kind of resetting that story formula and saying, just go battle. Galar's huge into battles. Just go be the best. Go win every badge. And then obviously the story gets a little nuts after that. But at the same time, I really enjoyed um, – it was a nice little refresh for Gen 5, but th- that was the part where I was like, holy shit. Like the morality aspect of it is is pretty wild, yeah. especially as an adult. I will
1: it. say, um, first off, I think on this podcast – we're talking about games from 1998 all the way up to, most recently, Sword and Shield. I really don't think we need to worry about spoilers. Um, <laughs> I know me personally, shout out to the Salt Factory out on YouTube. Yeah. I watched a two-hour and 54-minute video the stories. of all the stories, and it was fantastic. It was so good. Um, so I love the Salt Factory. You know, sometimes we, when we're giving our opinions and stuff, I don't really think we should mask what we want to say about stuff. Because at the end of the day, these games are not about solely the story. No, you're not playing the departed the video game uh, at the end of the day you want to collect these cute monsters badass monsters and go about your day so um yeah gen 5 great game uh the second one is also fantastic so yeah. i look forward to
0: hearing it what your the, playthrough is like it is the only main series pokemon game i've never played i've never played black Well, you have to leave too. the podcast now yeah so you have black two. i was very jealous when you showed me that photo of Black 2, I uh, just got White 2 today, like I said, February 6th. So uh, I'm going to be a noob in that one. And what I like about the second games is they have challenge mode. So like I'm thinking about even just starting off in challenge mode where everything's two levels higher. And so uh, that could be a thing. But I also, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll just for the first time just enjoy it. We didn't plan
1: this, but our picks of the week can definitely be played side by side. We're not telling you to play two core games. Uh, so have one up on your tablet for That's when you true. want a little bit easier going and playing some card game and then have black and white running on your DS or DS Lite. I'm a big component of the DS Lite. I know it's a crazy thing to say, but I just love the smaller screen,
0: more compact feel. Um, but yeah, get, get playing them. At least you're not saying the DSi. That was a mistake. The DSi. The DSi doesn't have a Game Boy Advance slot. So that was that was a diss selling point. For me. I actually went out. And that is a mistake. And so is the 3DS not having one. Uh, I agree. So I actually went out and bought the SP on Facebook Marketplace so I could play every game now, no matter what I have a machine to play them. So that's exciting. Uh, so generally this is where we transition to trivia. It is nine for me, four and a half for Sam on our race to eleven win by two. But because Sam is not here, what we're gonna do is do a kind of race to three almost. Um, or maybe even best out of three. We each have three trivia questions for each other uh, that we're going to read out. I think Jim even made more than that. Um, So we'll do that. First one to, what did you say, two or first one to three?
1: Hey, I'm I'm all down for we ask the three questions. If you need the answers, you get a half a point. If you don't need the answers, you get one. It could leave some interesting things on the last question.
0: I also will say that there's one of my three questions that cannot get multiple choices. I made it. You know it or you don't but it's kind of easy. Well, that's ridiculous. It's kind of easy. You don't need answers. I'll say that it sounds just like you don't, don't need think. the full Pokedex, the sword and shield <laughs> we're getting ouch. We're getting 600. That was my number. I'm happy. Uh, you can start it off. Okay.
1: First question on the Pokemon trivia. This is going to be one of those four. Of these are true. One is false. You need to tell me which one's false. Okay. Huh. Herman Kane. Quoted Pokemon in a speech during his run for the 2011 Republican presidential nomination. That's the first option. Option two. Kanto is the name of an actual region in Japan. That's true. Option three. Wait, am I saying which one's true or false? Which one's false? Okay. That was that one's true. Then. Number three. In Taiwan, in 2001, they ran a limited run of their equivalent $1 coin that featured Pikachu on the back. Damn. And last, the first ever designed Pokemon, also the favorite Pokemon of my wife Michelle, Rhydon. Rhydon, that's true. Was the first ever designed Pokemon? Yeah,
0: that's true. So you have four options. All right. So it's the Senator, or it's the Congress one guy, or it's the Taiwan one. So if you need answers, I will cut two out. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I already cut two out. (laughs) Uh. 2011 congressman quoting pokemon or taiwan at one point ran a coin with pikachu on the, an official coin with pikachu on the back correct i think the coin is right and i think somebody quoted pokemon in a speech but it wasn't that exact dude so i'm gonna go with that one being false
1: you are incorrect damn it herman kane did quote pokemon and i have the quote life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible. It's never easy when there's so much on the line. But you and I can make a difference. There's a mission just for you and me. So this quote he did not give Pokemon credit for. Uh, He actually quoted it anonymously. Sources think he just looked it up online and found a quote and thought it worked. Um, It's actually from the song Power of One, which opens the movie Pokemon 2000. Which is now a movie title itself: "Pokemon: The Power of Us." Uh, Power of Us was fantastic. I film. heard it was. I didn't I watch saw it with my buddy Luke. Shout yeah. out!
0: You actually invited me.
1: I did, and you lived like two minutes away from me and two uh-huh. minutes from the movie theater.
0: Uh huh. And I still didn't go. Um,
1: so <laughs> back to the coin op answer, which Greg selected. There was actually a one dollar coin created. It was in New Zealand.
0: Ah, uh, I like that. I I thought you switched the congressman, not the, the thing. Taiwan made sense. All right. Oh, it made sense. That's funny. Zing? (laughs) This one's fucking easy, dude. They're all easy. Uh, I think you're going to go three for three. What is the actual official date of Pokemon Day?
1: Mm. I sadly know this because I actually have a surgery scheduled for this day. Um, You guys are listening to this uh, tomorrow on February 7th. So it is 20 days later (laughs) on February 27th. You got it.
0: Uh, any, anybody who's listened to this podcast knows that Pokemon, the first movie, or, uh Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, drops globally on Netflix with English dubs that day. And then also a piece of news we're going to talk about a little bit later happens on Pokemon Day as well. It's a great day. It's one of my favorites. Last year, we got a direct introducing Sword and Shield, so it's a great day. All right, so
1: I have some different quality difficulty questions. I'm happy. Um, I'm going to say that the one I just asked you was the second hardest. Okay. So I think I'm going to go with one of the opposite side. Okay. This is a tough one. Seeing as today, for all you listeners, is February 7th, who is National
0: Pokedex number 207? (laughs) I was going to ask you a similar question, but it had to do on your birthday, and I don't know what your birthday is. It's March fourth. So it's Pokemon, also a sentence. Pokemon thirty four or 034 or three oh four. I don't know. Mine's, mine's we're Luna. on two oh seven. Mine's five seventeen, and it's Muna. If anybody cares, what is it now? Two what? Two
1: zero seven. All right. So it's and Gen I am two. happy to give you the answers.
0: It's a Gen two, and it's middle of the pack Gen two for one fifty one. Just
1: because we're playing a close game, I will give you the answers. Regardless for full point. Uh
0: Let me at least... I'm going to need them. I just want to, in my head, come up with one and see if it's part of your answers. Dun-na-na. So in the 50 range-ish. Out of 101, I think, was added in Gen 2. So I have i have one in my head. Give me the answers.
1: Okay, the answers are... Hitmonchan. The punching Pokemon from Kanto region. Glygar. The fly scorpion Pokemon from the Johto region loaf the tall yeasty pokemon from the <laughs> Laurel Springs region, and Heracross, the single horn pokemon from the Johto region. I, One I, of those got you laughing, I, I don't I can, know why.
0: I, yeah, I can eliminate A and C. I can definitely eliminate C. Shout outs to to Bread. Uh <laughs>
1: Are you sure it is the tall yeasty Pokemon <laughs> from the Laurel Springs region?
0: I, I got that one. Yeah, that was the generation that they made after New Jersey. That's why the game never came out. Um, all right, shit. you put two Jodo in there. Obviously, we're going to. And I think you, I know Gligar's purple, and I know you like purple, so I think that's why you put him in there. Heracross was not on my list. My in my head it was Sudowoodo, but I think that might even be a Gen three. No, it's Gen two. Um. Come on, you don't remember getting that water bottle. That's that's Come what on. I'm That's where I'm at on that one. Uh, shit, I feel like it's Heracross. Yeah, I'm gonna go Heracross. Heracross is also incorrect. God damn it! It you're was Gligar, purple one on there. Glygar. I should have gone with it because I figure he's probably. I think he may have been one of your list uh, in, in the top fifty at least. All right, so you're. I gotta nail the last one to even tie, and you can't get any of my last two, or you're gonna win, and you're gonna get this one. Now there are no options. You just have to get it or you don't. Um, And it's it's a doozy, but it's easy. I want you to name every Legendary that has appeared on a box for the main games. Uh, For the main games? From the main games only, from the core titles.
1: I will honestly say that I do not have the Legendary Pokemon's names memorized. And for that reason, there is zero chance I'm going to get this right. Um, You can do this. Kyogre and Grogan and Rayquaza. Yeah. Growdon. Uh, Growdon. My apologies. Grogan, baby. Grogan.
0: Seth, Seth Grogan.
1: That's, that's <laughs> the one that gets high. That's the high Pokemon. Honestly, Greg, I, I do not recall these names. Right. I'm, I am, as all my friends and my wife and my family can attest to, and my teachers, spelling... And remembering names and all that jazz is not my cup of tea, so I am going to take a dive
0: here, but I do want to hear you say it. You started in Gen 3. Uh, it actually started in Gen 2. Silver was Lugia. Gold was Ho-Oh. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What'd you call me? <laughs> oh Crystal was... Um, uh Yeah. Sikun Su- now. Oh. Uh You had Kyogre, Groudon, and Rayquaza for Gen 3. Gen 4 was Palkia, Dialga, and Giratina. I'm doing this off of memory, folks. If you don't – you are not you can't see me. Uh, gen 5, black and white was Kiram and Reshiram. Uh, black 2 and white 2 – I'm sorry. Was it, no, Kiram is the one that's fused. It's uh, Reshiram and Zekrom. And then Kiram was on black and white 2. Six. Er, gen 6 was X and Y, which was um, – Yoveltal uh, and Xerneas. Seven was Sun and Moon, which was Solgaleo and Lunala. Ultrason, Ultra Moon, same thing, except they were fused with Necrozma. Gen eight was Zamazenta and Zashian. And Gen one did not have any box legendaries. It had the starters.
1: I think that the cast form in the room is in a rainy <laughs> mood because we have the Rain Man in the room. <laughs> that was very impressive.
0: But I'm 0 for 2 on your question. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. What do you got?
1: All right. So I have two visual questions. Oh.
0: And I'm going to let
1: you pick the Pokemon that the question's about. Oh, wow. The two Pokemon are Gloom, everyone's favorite, and Solrock. I fucking hate Solrock. I'm going to go Gloom. He went Gloom. So let's get on the Solrock question first just (laughs) for fun. All right. All right. How many spikes... Slash <laughs> rock appendages oh does Solrock have?
0: <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
1: Eight would have been correct. No shit. <laughs> okay. Now onto the gloom question. God
0: damn it. I'm going to get this one wrong.
1: <laughs> what color are gloom's lips?
0: <laughs> so I got the one. Gloom right does have lips. Right, fair
1: <laughs> this isn't a ditto situation where we don't know oh, what it God. is.
0: I, uh, Of course, I get the one right that doesn't count. Um, Gloom's lips
1: I could give you the options But then you're just forfeiting
0: Exactly I need to nail this without the answers it's Petals are red Lips are generally pink So I feel like that's not the answer They blend in and they're purple Gloom's lips are Purple Yes They, they blend in and they're purple Hell, yes. All right, we're tied going into the very last question. Now, Jim, if he was I see smart, him looking up new
1: questions. This if, is crazy.
0: If he was smart. I am. All you have to do is say, just give me the answers, take the half point and win. You could technically just do that. Like how he's trying
1: to talk me out of that.
0: But, you know, you don't have to do it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> for the win, what was the first main series game to release globally all on the same date? Um, I'll take the answers. Damn it. Well, is it was it black and white? Black 2 white 2, X and Y or sun and moon? Whew. Black and white. Black and
1: white 2, X and Y and sun and moon. Mhm. Yeah, all his questions are easy. <laughs> I thought they were. Why do you guys think? love date questions? So the worst. They
0: are the worst. <laughs> I should have like, so easy. I
1: should have asked what year did Herman Cain quote a Pokemon in his speech.
0: <laughs> I probably would have said 2011. No, yeah, yeah,
1: probably. Yeah. Um, whew, I'm trying to think. I feel like most of the recent ones have had somewhat of a delay. I wanna say it's one of the black and white black and white two. I know Sun and Moon is all two thousand sixteen only because I looked it up earlier today.
0: Oh, that is correct. I just correct. don't
1: remember. It's all the same day. I feel like they had a bunch of dates when I looked it up on Bulbapedia.
0: I'll go with Black and White too. Incorrect. Ooh, timing. We end of the tie. So Jim's going to have to come back on the show, and we're going to have to settle this tie. It was X and Y. You, I said you had more than three questions. Just, just for shits and Yeah,
1: so this is a funny one. Um, well, I, I did give you the Soul Rock question already, which you technically I got right. I can't believe You it. got them both right, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. This question blew my mind. So... One of my early favorites in Pokemon in the late 90s was Ninetales. Mm. Ironically not even in my top 50 anymore as you know. Well, you don't know. I don't know. I actually, spoiler, Ninetales isn't in my top 10. I was
0: it was I had it pegged for the top 10 for you.
1: Whether it was playing through Pokemon Blue when I couldn't catch a Growth or from the awesome card. I still remember the Ninetales card. It had a mm-hmm. purple background and it had like blue and white fireballs on it. It was awesome. I don't know what it was, but it became an early favorite. Now the question. Ninetales is a fox Pokemon based on a traditional Japanese fox spirit, Kitsun. What other anime has a character, creature, or monster based on the Japanese fox spirit? Yu Yu Hakusho. Karama. Yes. The reason I didn't ask this question is that's the only answer I had. <laughs> At first, and then I started diving into some research. After I wrote that nice question. Yu-Gi-Oh! also has one. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, which is a card game I used to play, and I actually had the card. I was looking through my Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, and there is a nine-tailed fox is the name of the card. They didn't even give it a cool name. Like, nine-tailed fox is the name. So, apparently, every anime ever. Yeah. Those are the only three that I've ever heard of. Did you expect me to get that?
0: I think you were going to get it. Yeah, Yu gi Hakusho is my favorite anime of all time. So it literally was the only guess I could have given you. There you of, go. Of the 15 anime I've ever watched, that's the only one that even has a fox. And that's Yoko Karama, who is the best character on the show, by the way. Do you watch a Yohaku I have do you, not. Have you ever? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. What a fucking anime that is. Um, we're not going to do a two-hour episode on Yu. We already did that in 2017. Go check it out. It's our first episode of 2017. Sam and I did, a, I think, an hour an hour and a half retrospective on Yu Yu Hakusho and then things that turned 10 in 2017. Because guess what? It was a slow news week that New Year's.
1: Was that before MD or after MD? Uh, What? Myers-Brett. Brett Myers. <laughs> That's how I judge your podcast. <laughs> it
0: was well before. That was May 2019. So like, what is it? What do you call it? Before and after MD? Yep. Or MB? Or BM? <laughs> it's BM. It's <laughs> BM. Why do you think I flipped them? All right. Uh, So again, um, of course, both trivia questions that I get right outside the gloom one don't count um, because I didn't, I didn't have five prepared for Jim. So in all fairness, even though I got three out of five, we technically tied. That's okay because Sam, I'm coming for you because then we can get the trophy back. Uh, All right, so before we go into our list of top five Pokemon games ever and top ten Pokemon, let's just do a quick discussion on the movies and the TCG. What do you got for the movies?
1: Yeah, so the movies have been what I would say is great lately. Whether it's Pokemon I Choose You, which I always want to say Pikachu, but I know it's Pokemon. Or you you liked Pokemon I Choose You. I got teary during Pokemon I Choose You. I'm not going to lie. One of my least Um, favorites. I'm not a huge fan of the retelling of how Ash got his first pokemon right. and all that
0: jazz. It's like the first 2 episodes of the anime just
1: But as a self-proclaimed Johto lover, having an anime with Entei yeah is just
0: fantastic. Entei right?
1: uh, is one of my absolute favorites. Entei and this is we'll get more on this later. I am a huge dog person. Dog pokemon automatically get a boost in my book. He's
0: wearing, I am he's willing, wearing an arcanine shirt. I am willing
1: to give Entei to the non dog category. The beast category. Yeah. Um, Suikun, not so much. Suikun's a dog. Raiko? Raiko, I think it's a tiger. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, it's an electric tiger. The only one that, you know, I've heard legendary cats. I've heard legendary dogs. I've heard beasts just to kind of. I, I subscribe
0: to the beast. I think most, when we were kids, said dog. I think that was most
1: popular. I think where I'm willing to give up is Entei is a beast. Raiko is a cat. So can use a dog. I'll, I'll give you that.
0: Fair yeah. enough. But Entei being a beast clearly means he's above the other two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's awesome. Uh, he's one of the coolest Pokemon there are. Yeah. Um, Power of Us. What was the other animated movie? Correct? Power of this, Us. Now I'm thinking Power year, of Un. Yep.
0: 2019.
1: Yeah. So that movie, um, I really enjoyed it as well. Um, the visuals were very cool. They did a lot of the scenery and factory and stuff that spins looking like it's in the real world while sticking to the 2D animation of the characters. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously we have Detective Pikachu. that just came out recently as well.
0: (sighs) Detective Pikachu I've seen three times. Once I saw it in theaters with you, but I can't count that one. Did you see that that I can't count that one because I was asleep before Pikachu made an appearance. I think I was snoring in the theater. I think that's why I don't get invited to movies with you anymore because the last time I didn't make it guys a great this movie depression.
1: was in 40X too they were electrocuting you <laughs> you were just, getting just, water just, thrown on you Ninja came out
0: in my defense it was right after we recorded an episode of the show it was on a work night and uh i wasn't the only one who fell asleep in our group of 5 ryan also fell asleep third shout out to Brad. <laughs> yeah it's true it's true it's more shout outs than since he's been on the episode so i wanted to start with those
1: movies the the most recent movies because i think they've been excellent I want more live action Pokemon. Yeah,
0: I think I think Detective Pikachu is going to start that.
1: though. Yeah, I really hope so because I think that a lot of people attack that story. They feel like it's bland. They feel like it's simple. Guys, it's a Pokemon movie. Yeah, it's what it should be. Um, do I enjoy watching it? Yes. Um, have I watched it again since I've seen it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't say that for a lot of movies that I you know I don't really want to see Joker again. Love Joker. I agree, though. Love Joker, but it's not a movie I really want to watch again. And I watched Detective Pikachu this week. Now, of course, I knew the podcast was coming up, so <laughs> yeah. it was fun. Um, but it's heartfelt. It, it has great character development. Ryan Reynolds the actors is great. actors are great. Ryan yeah, great. everyone's great. Luke, my buddy Luke, is convinced that when the dad is shown early on, uh-huh.
0: that it's a different actor. Then in the end? Then well, in the end. In the, in the, uh, I
1: don't think he's right, but neither of us have been proven correct.
0: Uh, IMDb. Would tell you that answer. Where would the mystery be in that? <laughs> I liked Detective Pikachu. It did not make my top three films of 2019. It is a movie I like to rewatch. It's a movie that has heart, I feel like. And like you said, it's it's the rewatchability. And for me, the rewatchability of, of that film, I, I will admit, the story to me is a little loose, but it is, again, it's a Pokemon film. I rewatch that to pick up the Pokemon in the background because they look great. I do remember one thing I remember in the theater before I snoozed out was there's like a machamp as a crossing guard or something like that. and i remember saying that looks so good that they did such a great job they i think the only pokemon that gives me nightmares in that whole movie from the way it looked is a lickitung uh, on the on the train <laughs> that
1: lickitung is so creepy yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Charizard's design. Oh, that's true. Um, very scaly kind of look. Yeah, like I like the idea of making them very real. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good avenue, yeah. but it didn't seem consistent. When you saw Growlithe run up at the police station, yeah. yes, he had more of a fluffy dog look, but they didn't change his snout longer. They mm-hmm. didn't, you know, make his body have a more slender proportion that a dog of that size would have. Mm-hmm. I thought they went a little too real for Charizard, Charizard but I still. This is where I'm going to caveat again. I yeah. still liked Charizard in the movie. It's just probably something that stuck out to me as a little – almost too much over the top.
0: Well, I think to that point, they tried to go uber real on Charizard, but then with Mr. Rem- with Mister Mime, he looks like a 3D CGI thing that you know isn't real on the screen. You know that it's in, done in post-production. So to like that end – the inconsistency of that, because Pikachu, the one thing that I like, Pikachu's not one of my favorite Pokemon, I love Raichu, not so much Pikachu, is they gave him fur, right, like, you can actually see fur, and I feel like, in some other Pokemon with fur, that you could see the fur, and some it was just bland, flat CG, so I think it was like, there's inconsistency there, but, man, I still look at the background. and I'm like, holy shit, look at the Snorlax or look at the whatever, the bravery. My favorite,
1: whatever. and I think they did it with just eyes. Mm-hmm. All they did was eyes was Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur by far. Great. He was so cool looking. I actually, I'm a big Pokemon card collector still. Um, I actually have the entire collection of Pokemon cards from the movie. Mm. Um, they released a series in three card packs, which is pretty brutal. <laughs> but I did get all 22 cards, I believe. And the look of the Bulbasaur card is just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I did really enjoy that. Um, I know we led with the newer movies. Um, obviously, Pokemon, the first movie in Pokemon 2000. Um, you watch those. You get those original voice actors. It's, it's phenomenal, right? Yeah. That's the one thing about the anime and the new movies that we can probably all agree on. I will not put Ash as my worst voice. My worst voice, and it just drives me crazy, is Meowth in the new oh, anime. He so is cool. brutal. Like, I know James sounds very different. Yeah. Ash, very different. But Meoweth, they just made him so whiny and not as Snarky. sly and yeah. like clever as he used to be.
0: Um, that's the one that sticks out to me. That's a good call out. And uh, I think James was the most like over the top. They also changed James in like the first five episodes of season one. There was an original James actor. Up until that episode where the Pokemon Center blows up or whatever. James is a great character. He's a great character. The whole, the he's whole dynamic. He's just not
1: as diabolical. Like, if you were putting a diabolical order, I think you'd put
0: Jesse. Jesse Meowth,
1: Meowth. And then, you know, all the Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, Arbok is just <laughs> Vic, terrifying Victory Bell. How does Team Rocket not all have Houndoom? Okay.
0: No, story for another day. Because Team flair i think has a bunch of houndooms there's a team there's a How team, team
1: flair even see with their like red red glasses. solid red glasses <laughs> and their
0: and that hair <laughs> uh fire fields forever i don't love the new movies i think well that's not fair i think the power of us is good i think i choose you was really weak um i think i was also at the time where that was what 17 i think so sun and moon just came out i just got done playing it um, I just, I wanted more Alola and then I was going back to Kanto and I'd played Pokemon go a lot of that time. And I was just like, I think they just released gen two. So I was just all Kantoed out at that point, especially when I, especially when I knew that, oh, you know what it was Disney now, the Disney now app released every episode of the Pokemon anime for free with like a shit ton of commercials. But I was watching that again. And then there's also this YouTuber named suede. He's an excellent YouTuber. He has this poke or this series on his YouTube channel called Suede's Pokemon Journey where he goes through once a week. He does an episode of the anime in ascending order from episode one. I think he's now on 114. And he does about a 15-minute video where he gives his synopsis, his thoughts, and then trivia about every episode. And I was watching that for the first time through and obviously starting with the old episodes from Kanto. So I felt like I just watched it. So I don't think I gave it a fair enough shake. Um, but then – the 20 movies bet- between Mewtwo Strikes Back, their first one, and that are a blur to me. The Hoopa movie sucked. Uh, yeah. The, the Vulcanian movie sucked. Uh, all the black and Genosec. white movies sucked. The Genesec movie, that didn't do well for me. Uh, even Without Pokemon a theatrical two- release,
1: it, I think that takes away from it. I, I know that's such a cop-out answer, but you know when you're producing something to put in a theater and you're willing to put that production value
0: into it, I think you get a better product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, think about how when we were kids going to the movies for the first movie or the movie two. I still have that
1: Mew card, the one that like looks
0: like the, the Egyptian how, hieroglyphics? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was that a McDonald's or Burger King card, or was that just a card released was, with the movie? That Did was you the get card it with, with your the movie. ticket. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, man, they McDonald's. sell that. I can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> That's where the toys were. right? Yeah. I'll still re- never Burger forget. Burger King, I
0: think. Regardless, Regardless. I think it was Burger King. <gasps> I'm
1: trying Burger to think. King? I think my, I thought it was McDonald's. There was a Togepi. No, not those. I'm talking about the actual figurines that came in the Pokeballs. The Pokeballs, so Bo- 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 yeah. am I. So mm-hmm. I'll never forget this, and I'm sure my mom will never listen to this podcast, but if she does, she'll definitely remember. We went to multiple McDonald's or Burger King. Sorry to the actual store that carried it for not showing it out properly. Um, but she would go there, and Happy Meals were like, I don't know, $5 at the time, $4. And she would just fork over like a $20 bill. And, you know, it it's not like I did not grow up loaded. My mom didn't grow up loaded. It was definitely a sacrifice for her to do this. But she loved to see how excited I was. And I forget I was sick one day or something was up. And she comes home with, like, a plastic bag of, like, maybe 25 of the balls. And apparently the person at the store, like, knew they had different bags for different ones. So they were all different. I got the Mew one. I remember the Mew one was in a clear pink ball. Okay. It wasn't in the black, uh, red and white ball. Uh, I'll never forget that. And that whole time period when those animated movies were coming out, I mean, it's the golden time to be Mm -hmm. into it. Um, One sad story to start, going back to the childhood stuff. I remember me and my sister both got really into Pokemon, the anime, and we heard that they were selling figurines at Toys R Us, RIP, or. Kind of. There's three back now or two. Um, I remember we debated. We sat at a table and we made a list of what figure we wanted to go buy at Toys R Us. And at the time, I've only seen like four or five episodes of the anime. Um, I'm forgetting the order of things coming out, but not important. I wanted Sandshrew. She wanted Side Duck or Clefairy, one of those. And we went to the store, and there was mm-hmm. like four figures. You, know, you had Pikachu, Squirtle, um, I think Charmander, probably Charmander, Tr- and then there were some random ones that I was like, really, like
0: jinx, yeah. Something.
1: <laughs> but I remember how upset I was, like. This little naive kid who thought I was going to walk in, there'd be 151 <laughs> figures who bought. Um, with, with stacks of supplies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. I, I got the final King figure. Great. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. But no, that whole time period was great. And I think we definitely add points to those movies based on the period of time mm-hmm. and what we were doing at the time.
0: The only one I ever saw in theaters was Pokemon the first movie. I am legitimately excited for Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, Evolution, because I saw it, I watched it subbed, it wasn't good. I saw the trailer, the voice acting isn't great, but I am excited because I thought the CG was gorgeous. Uh, so I'm looking forward to watching that again. And
1: Yeah, I've heard they cut stuff out though,
0: rather uh, than add stuff. They didn't yeah. add anything really. Yeah, like even the Pokemon I Choose You, like when
1: Charmander, god that scene, Yeah. when he's left alone. Like even adding that that former trainer now has a Rock. Which is cool. It's a nice It like st- added touch. Add it to it because that form of like rock has such a – like matched the trainer so well that it gave more credence to that scene. Mm-hmm. Like I – With the new first movie, it seems like a lot of, and again, this is pure speculation. I have not seen it. Um, it seems like they left stuff out rather than – They made it, it a stuff.
0: very – They made it a very, very true-to-form Gen 1 movie. Um, it's like a shot-for-shot remake. I – Again, I watched it sub, so I don't know if they keep this joke or not. My absolute favorite joke in that movie, it's subtly friggin' hilarious, is when they're deciding how to get to the island where Mewtwo is, and Team Rocket shows up in like a kayak thing. Skull! Yeah. Skull! <laughs> <laughs> and they're Vikings, and, he, and uh, Ash and Brock and Missy don't know it's Team Rocket yet. They get on the ship with the Vikings, and he, Ash goes, you guys are Vikings, huh? I only thought they were in Minnesota. And I... Still laugh at that to this day when I listen when I hear that, but I hate I hate, to, I hate to go all
1: Pokemon for a second, but this is like the third time I tell everyone that I just love dogs. There used to be a cartoon when we were kids called Road Rovers. One of my favorite shows of all time. The theme song was classic, wouldn't it be allowed to be made today, because they go through each dog. Oh jeez. The first one's like Hunter is a hero dog, leader of the pack. The last one is chained up like Hannibal Lecter. And it says he's short of screw or two, like completely not okay anymore. And people die in this show. I have the whole thing on DVD. doesn't exist on Blu-ray or I'd have it. But to your point of the Minnesota Vikings, there's a part where, you know, the evil bad guy with a handlebar mustache mm-hmm. goes to Hunter and Connie and all the dogs. And he's like, you guys don't know what I know. I know the top secret. And Hunter, without breaking character, goes, you know why the Colts?" Left Baltimore? Amazing. Pure gold. <laughs> I'm watching this. Not I, I recorded it. since like all my football nerd friends, you know, because like Greg, we are that weird Venn diagram that bends Pokemon love and football love. Yeah. Not common, probably. Um, but I'll never forget just listening to that. And, you know, what's funny is I bought the whole thing. No, On DVD, it's like two seasons. It's probably like $40, because that's how much stuff costs if it's old. Biker Mice from Mars cost a shitload. And we're almost done it. We have like six episodes left. That's awesome. But now we're binging all of Smallville.
0: I'm currently binging Ozark. Ooh, fucking great show. Really psyched on it. Uh, What do you have on the TCG? You brought some cards with you. I'm a base set guy. I'm a little bit into the Fossil. And then some of the XY stuff, because of uh, MRC Tech, my buddy, who got me into that again. But I missed what, 15, 17 years of the TCG?
1: Yeah, so I would almost argue I've missed all the years of the TCG because when I was a kid growing up with the Pokemon trading cards, like I had them just like everyone else. Um, I remember going to 7-Elevens and grabbing packs. I remember when Jungle came out. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, my father's no longer with us, but I remember my dad driving me to the old... Um, Comic book store on Tarsdale Avenue, where the train track was, sure. and I flipped through pages and bought single cards for twenty five cents, dollar fifty, three dollars. And I remember him being like dumbfounded. But again, you know, if we're making me happy. I think I picked up a John Elway card at the same time. Um, <laughs> you had to bring in the Broncos. Uh, well, come on, I should have <laughs> wore that shirt. I have a T-shirt that has the Denver Broncos logo manipulated into a rapidash, and it's the Mount Seville Rapidashes. Is pretty cool. That um, been but growing up, I collected the cards. Um, I never really played. I remember going to a single tournament at Toys R Us. Um, I also lived near the Garden of Earthly Delights, uh, which was a a place over in Oxford Circle. Now it's still around. I think it's on Busselton now, right right south of Ron Street, if you guys are from the Philly area. And that was kind of my life. You know, I, I collected the cards from the first set. I remember when Jungle came out. I remember going to flea markets and buying the Japanese cards and just kind of just for appearance and collecting value. Fast forward to maybe two years ago, I was on the PokemonCenter.com, which is Pokemon Store. Really clever that they named it that. And I saw that you could download the trading card game online. And I'd never seen any advertisements, not on TV, not in stores, anywhere. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. So I did it. And you know, I played with the basic decks they give you. And I won coins. And I was like, wow, this is really fun. And then I found out that if you bought theme decks, they gave you a code with each each theme deck to use that in the game. You can put the theme deck. And the theme deck's are like $10. Like, it's not like, you know, I no longer care about the collecting value. Right. So where me and Sam differ. For me with comic books, if I've read, huge comic book guy, but when I read it, if I could give it back for 10 cents off my next one, I would. Uh, I'm not a big saver. Um, So this was fun for me for a while. I was playing the trading card game online, and then I kind of talked to my buddy Luke. I was like, this is really fun. He also loves Pokemon. Huge Pikachu fan. So he can be your yin to your yang. Um, and slowly we started playing a lot online and then we started playing with the hard cards. Then we found out that you could get the championship decks mm-hmm. from I think 2016 on. You can actually buy the decks for like $11. Now the back of the card has like a white logo on it. Cause they're not mm-hmm. tournament official, whatever. Um, and me and my buddy would play for hours just sitting at my kitchen table playing Pokemon. And now I'm just hooked. Um, I think it needs to be played more. Um, on my way over, I needed a Monster Energy drink to keep me going, and I actually stopped at Dollar General and got two packs, one for Greg and one for I, of Pokemon Sun and Moon. Three additional card packs, which I've never seen before, so we have nothing else to open today, so you might as well open that, baby.
0: This is sick, and I will uh, i will also say the day you're hearing this is the day the new Sword and Shield uh, TCG pack comes out.
1: Debating going to Walmart after we record i'm already Uh, ready to get more cards
0: (laughs) i uh i was a like i said a tcg guy and when i was a kid more into the collecting side than the playing side i schoolyard fifth grade Derek warren 75 cents charmeleon my first ever card nice zapdos my first hollow that was taken from me by my fifth grade teacher uh, because i was definitely trading it to ryan mcculligan during class so i don't doubt her uh, and don't blame her for taking it. I was the guy who was doing it. Sorry, mom and dad. Catholic school education down the drain. That
1: was crazy because I, I went to a different Catholic grade school. Uh, I'm not a religious person, but went to a different. Co- and I remember it just blowing yep. up, and people were just having them taken. Like to me, I'm thinking to myself, like we have people playing with yo-yos that could actually hurt people, and box ball, and
0: they're taking cards away. <sighs>
1: It was, it was a different time. A, we
0: we re- lived a rough life <laughs> back then. We now I'm pretty sure they allow kids things. to have phones on them. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that was about that. I did the Fossil Jungle, stopped completely. I stopped playing Pokemon after Gen 3 for a few years before I got back into it around... The Dark Ages of Greg. Right. Then it was like, that was the skateboarding rebel years. And... Uh, Got back into it when X and Y was coming out about a year before X and Y. Caught up on Gen 4, caught up on Gen 5, and then just like head dove back into it around 2013. Seven years later, I'm still hooked. But the only TCG I ever learned – I learned how to play it about three, four years ago, thanks again to MRC Tech, where I would go over to his house. We'd play with the X and Y decks. I whipped that ass (laughs) with the the chestnut deck. Um, Well, that's something cool about the online too Yeah, is they have – like.
1: Once you get into this, you realize that every like three years they pretty much put a, a stop where all cards before a certain time are no longer allowed. Yep. They're actually getting rid of fairy type um, for Sword and Shield. So no no fairy type going forward in the card game. Um,
0: but OP what's shit. cool
1: is you can still buy with the points on your system. And these are not like you can't load money in. Right um, Points from winning competitions, whether it's versus a computer or versus random people or friends. Um, any theme deck. That has been around for since this has launched. Even base set, yeah. You can buy Johto mm-hmm. theme decks, yep. and and trust me, they're not as good. Like I suggest, if you're playing it with a friend, you say, "Hey, you get one, I'll get one. We'll use these." Because if you yeah. use some of the newer ones, um, you'll Scyther, just destroy.
0: Hitmonchan, not great cards, but they actually were the feature hollow in some of those. My first theme decks.
1: deck when I was a kid from Toys R Us, I still remember. It was the one um, on Compton Avenue. Uh, the Pokemon section was on the right when you walked in. Was a Machamp. Pokemon deck. One of my
0: questions to you was going to be, and I forgot, actually. I didn't, like, I just forgot to ask it. Was, out of base set, there was always one hologram that was always first edition. Who was it? And it was Machant. Nice. Yeah, like every fucking I know you guys did this, but who
1: was your favorite hologram from that first set? I know you did that a couple of times ago.
0: I don't want to say it because it will spoil my top ten list. Okay. So I will tell you when we get to the top ten list, when we get to that one, I will say this was also my favorite hologram. Sounds good. Uh, Well, let's crack these. They're going to sound fun and fresh. Yeah, usually we crack something else. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. He doesn't mean that. And I think. No, no, I meant a drink. Uh, Since there's only three
1: cards, I feel like we could go one for one on a quick description. If you wanted to add them in, though, here you go. That's actually just an ad. I thought it was adding them (laughs) in as well. (laughs) Wow. I actually got. You're going to like this. Probably in my top 70 Pokemon. But his second evolution is definitely in my top 50. So I'm going to start with the one that I just said. I got, with 60 HP, oh,
0: Lillipup. I love
1: Lily pup. How could I not love Lily pup? He's adorable. Um, he's shown looking up at you like every little puppy does when all they want is peanut butter or to bite your ankle. Uh, I have a little one at home. I know how that feels. Surrounded by green flowers. It's a really cute card.
0: Uh, I like Stoutland. I think you're a herdier guy.
1: Speaking of Stoutland... When you talked about Pokemon, I choose you. Yeah. How bad was it that they just designed a character <laughs> after him? Like they took that little old guy and we're like, <laughs> we're gonna make a mix of
0: Herdier and Stoutland and put him a human in human form. <laughs> uh, I have one of the dumbest Pokemon. I said earlier there's about fifty I just don't like, and of course this is one of them. Uh, it is Roggenrola from Gen Five, the Geo Dude wannabe of Generation Five. Seventy HP, Smackdown for twenty plus, what a fighting energy and a uh, what it looks like called? a rock
1: pocket. Never mind.
0: <laughs> what do they call the damn, uh, what is it, normal energy, right? Yes, so any normal? energy. Yeah. Uh, 69 out of 149 in terms of rarity, so not much there. Pretty common card, the basic rock and roll low.
1: Yeah, I'll just uh, correct Greg just because the uh, the numbers at the bottom are the number in the set. Oh. So- but also I common thought thought card, was, regardless. Yeah, I thought it was rarity. Yeah, so if you want to collect a whole set, that's how you can order them.
0: Yeah, so it's just the order. I thought order was in rarity. That's my that's my mistake. Because I always thought then the most rare card in base set was Al Kazam because he was number one. Huh? But I just thought that. But maybe I'm
1: wrong. You're fine. My second card. This is a cool one. I don't want to spoil it, but it is not a dark energy as people think. It's actually darkness energy. Um, very cool-looking card. I actually have some holographic ones of these. Well, that's neat. Um, in normal packs where you get, what is it, 11 cards? I don't remember. Um, you always are guaranteed one holographic card in every pack, and most people are upset when they get an energy, but mm. I actually think it's really cool. If you ever build your own deck, I have a fire deck that I built by myself, and I actually have 10 fire holographic energies in it. it looks
0: very cool. <laughs> that's cool. I don't have any energies. I got three Pokemon. This also, one of my least favorite. Um uh... <laughs> But it is a fairy whoa, whoa, whoa. type.
1: You must say that I did get him a pack with one of his favorite on there, Incineroar.
0: Ah, uh, this is true on on the actual pack and the third card you're gonna like. So uh, it is worth it. The dollar was well spent based on the third card alone. But you probably like this Pokemon because it is a Doggo uh, evolving from Schnabel. It's Grandbull. Grandbull, man, uh, he just listened. former normal type, I believe. Turn fairy type when they introduce fairy in X and Y, and now it's gone. One ten HP. Dark Clamp and Fight Back. Um, I distinctly remember having a Granbull in my X and Y deck with the chestnut that I played Sean in. And it actually did me pretty well. I just don't like the design of Granbull. And I'm a doggo guy. I like dog Pokemon. There's one or two or three in every generation. I Just for some reason, Schnubble and Granbull just never yeah, did. It
1: I'm that. A, yeah, I'm not. Again, I love all dogs. I'm not a big squished snout dog person.
0: How would you think of Schnubble in uh, Detective Pikachu? Schnubble
1: is cute. Schnubble. When I think of Schnubble, I think of Schnubble. Now we're just adding like a C in there.
0: When I think <laughs> of <laughs> Schnubble,
1: uh, I think of the anime episode where Schnubble is <laughs> we know it's for. We know it's Snubble. No, I we're going with like, Schnubble. I just to call him Schnubble. <laughs> Greg also calls it Pokemon. Oh, God, stop it. I, I say Pokemon. Um, I but there was an episode of the anime where Schnubble was owned by a rich lady mm-hmm. and was treated like a child because she couldn't have kids and it was a very good episode of the anime. i don't remember what year obviously in the was, right generation was,
0: was double gen three or no johto two johto oh, yeah. the best generation by okay. far
1: well spoiler for your top uh, five games my third card is another i think i'd rather have the darkness energy um <laughs> this is just i feel bad for this pokemon like any pokemon that gets times four to electric like who decided to make flying Water Pokemon. Like it's just mean. Oh. Wingle. Yeah. I have Wingle. Wingle. It's 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 Wingle and Schnubble. It's not even a good picture because his ears are flapped over as if it's like a bunny
0: rabbit. That's
1: terrible. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure. And it only knows roost,
0: which which lets you heal
1: it lets you heal 30 damage, but then you can't retreat the next turn and it can't
0: attack attack.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I guess we need coasters.
0: Wingle is one of the most annoying Pokemon in the game because you always run into it. And then you, you're you like, all right, let's go grass type. Let's go vine whip because it's water and it's not super effective. And every time I fall for it and every time I forget my third card, Jim, you're going to like this one a lot. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, it's first and foremost, it's really cute art. It's like uh, like, like chibi kind of art. If like, you tell me the Pokemon before you show me the art, I might know the card. You pr- you you have this card. There's no doubt about it that you have this card at uh, ADHP. Knowing takedown for sixty damage. James's best friend from he was a kid in the anime. He had a growly. Oh my god! I don't think I have that card. Well, now actually. you do.
1: I definitely do now. You know what? You you can have my wing. I don't want the wing. No, you're taking the wing. <laughs> you have wingle and schnibble. <laughs> wingle or schnubble. I'm gonna for take it. Prost.
0: <laughs> Dude, thanks great to all of
1: our German followers.
0: That's a great card, by the way. It that is really absolutely
1: good. adorable. That is a really that's good card. That's gonna be in a picture later. For uh, the, uh, the insta, the old Instagram. We
0: did an unboxing live on the episode just when you couldn't think it could get any crazier. We just went TCG. Do you have anything else on the TCG before we wrap up? Because still got a lot of talk about tonight.
1: Just with the TCG, and I'm gonna save some cool cards for later. But the theme decks, I did bring two with me, mm-hmm. um, Raiko and Entei's decks. Raikou deck is Blazing Volcano, and the uh, no, the Entei a... deck is Lost Thunder. Mm-hmm. I think I mixed it up. It's yeah, fine. So. Um, these two decks are really awesome if you want to get into the game because they're not simple they're good throw-out decks. cards, yeah. try to pummel your opponent. There's tons of strategy involved, and that's the thing about this game is it's almost like chess when you play it as an adult. I'm not... I'm not shitting on little kids playing games like they can obviously get to that level. But you're starting to think three, four, five moves ahead like you would be playing chess. And it can get intense sure. and really fun. So go go check it out.
0: All right. We're going to move on to a couple lists before we get into some impressions of Sword and Shield and the DLC and stuff like that. Uh, Sam sent us his lists as well. So our top five. Our top three is going to be expanded to five today. We're going to go our top five Pokemon games. I kept it main series. Was that the caveat? We were doing main series? Or did you have spinoffs?
1: I don't know. I don't want to tell you uh, yet.
0: Fair enough. If we probably had, means I didn't. If we have spinoffs, then I my whole list would be different. Um, but I, I kept it main series. Sam He's also. He's a big Mystery Dungeon
1: fan, folks. I fucking hate Mystery Dungeon. Did you play the demo?
0: It's horrible. You know what?
1: The art style. is great. Incredible. Like great. I felt like Beautiful. I was watching like. A woman paint in Bob Japan, Ross. like just Bob. it was gorgeous. The game itself, I'll definitely get it and play it and beat it, just because. Sometimes what I love plays. the idea of Pokemon not being with humans. Sure, it makes me kind mm, of they can be humans giddy. instead. Um, I also like the idea that Mega Evolutions are going to be in it because of all the stupid stuff they keep adding to Pokemon games. I didn't hate Mega Evolutions.
0: I didn't I hope that's a sign yeah. for the future. Um, but I don't know when it's ahead. like when it's like thirty bucks. I'll dive in on a Black Friday sale. I'm not going to buy that game at $60. I'm just not.
1: Yeah, but he buy the next WWFG whatever wrestling Definitely not. I
0: have <laughs> not bought a wrestling game since, like, No Mercy. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with Sam's list. Uh, we did top five games. He now and are I, like we going to all
1: give our five and then all give our four?
0: Yeah, we'll all go around do five okay. and then
1: four and then three.
0: it And we'll Sam... discuss each person's one, including Sam. Yeah, we'll go Sam, me, then you. Sam's number three, which is... Crazy, so his number five. He actually, no, he didn't go all main series. He actually went one spinoff, uh, is Silver. Uh, he actually was a gold player growing up, so I don't mean to speak entirely for Sam. Sam always talks about it from when we were kids on this show, his level 100, Tyranitar, that he's lost it to, due to time. He traded the game in. He does know he can catch another one, right? Very much so, but he does not own a Switch, so he can't right now, unfortunately. But uh, I told him, like, just get a switch. I'll literally just lend you my sword copy. Just, you know, I'll trade. You. Well, actually, no, Tyranitar's shield exclusive. So he actually would have to trade uh, for me for that. So we'll figure something out. But, Sam, you'll get your Tyranitar back. Um, I actually prefer silver to gold because I like Lugia a lot more than ho um, from a box legendary standpoint, plus silver to me, just a cooler color. Of course, though, I own gold hard copy, and I own silver on the 3DS eShop, so I'm also a hypocrite.
1: To Sam's number five, first I need to touch on the Switch argument. Can he sell one of his 16, off-white his, green page comic books to go get a Switch? I'm just saying, Sam, has, not taking a shot at you. Just saying. He has the Switch six will PS3s, be So he PS3s. Only six. He can
0: trade away Ooh. five of them and get t- tw- 25 bucks. <laughs> almost, almost, have enough for a I Switch. never owned a PS3. He said his one of his goals for the year is to buy a Nintendo Switch. I'm. It's February 6th. I'm still waiting. I've been waiting since March 3rd, 2017, for you to do this. Uh, you bought a 3ds. You bought the the X or the Sun and Moon exclusive 3ds. So I said, hang on to that. One day I'm going to buy that off of you, and we'll move on from there. My number five is Pokemon Blue. Um, I've owned it. When I was a child, like I said earlier, played it almost exclusively a billion times over. Loved Pokemon Blue. Loved Generation 1. Uh, at the time, my first ever level 100 was a Blastoise, um, which happens to be obviously the, the uh, cover Pokemon, the box of Pokemon again. starters in generation one. They only did starters on the boxes. They did not go legendary until gen two. I actually just recently reacquired a copy of Pokemon blue physical. So now I own it digital on the 3DS eShop and physical. I check to make sure it saves and the battery still works. So I'm happy to say that Pokemon blue about two feet to my right will be one of the next Pokemon games. I go back to beat for the 9000th time. Love me some Pokemon blue.
1: Yeah, Pokemon Blue uh, I had read (laughs) because obviously we couldn't agree on that. Um, Yeah, so I had a book growing up before I think I got the game. It was a type of guide. And in the back, it had uh, every page had four Pokemon and had their move set. It was very early on. And I remember going across the street to Eckert Drugstore. I remember Eckert. And photo, doing photocopy, Xerox machine of this book on Growlithe and arcanine because i just thought they were so cool i think it was before i played the game so somehow i think i had an older friend or cousin um that had it before me i found out about exclusive lists and that's okay. the only reason i got red because Growlithe and arcanine are only in
0: red. um yeah and uh i i associate arcanine with you like from your shirts to the whatever i always think of arcanine i think of you arcanine the legendary pokemon who's actually not a legendary it, in
1: it. Yeah, he was on that little uh, that that little uh mural in the first anime episode. The, the Dragonite, the Bill's Dragonite episode. Oh, I love
0: Dragon. Dragonite. He just looks so happy. He is that's what a happy. hug of Dragonite. Especially in the first movie. When he's got, like, I the forget where he
1: was on my list. He was like 25 or he something. Was, he was and in I your looked, PowerPoint. And I looked over at Michelle. She was hanging out with my my puppy. And I'm like, hey, your boy Dragonite made my list. And she's like, you know that's not my boy. And I was like, what? She's like, you know I love Rydon." And I'm like, I forgot. For a s- split second. She had me in the Pokemon world. All right, my number five, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, I think people unfairly crap in this game a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, visually, uh, it definitely pushed that little 3DS uh, to the max. Um, were the cut screens long? Sure. Um, if we want to make that a complaint, I'm fine with that. But I love the Pokemon. You know, we've talked about Growlithe and Arcanine a lot. This is the closest I've come to Growlithe and Arcanine. When I grew up with Growlithe and Arcanine, For a while, it was tough to say who was my favorite. And I'm still not telling you who my favorite is. But it was tough to say who my favorite was. Rowlett and Decidueye are the closest I come to that since Gen 1. But not Dartrix. No,
0: Dartrix is awful. (laughs) It's so awful. Uh.
1: Dartrix is like. When I hit 16. Dartrix is excited, My Kamoka Romance is touring again. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to be level 36.
0: Like, I can't wait.
1: So, I played Sun and Moon, and I'm now playing Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Did you and play Sun or Moon? I played Moon, yeah, me too. and now I have Ultra Sun. Me too. And I loved rallet and Decidueye so much that when I started Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with someone else. I I, went Rowlet, Rowlet. I went Litten, and then I went Rowlet in Ultrasound. So I love the Pokemon in the game. Uh, I love how fresh the game was. I'm not going to say I prefer Trials to Gyms. I think that's insane. Um, But I like the breakup. It's something different. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something new. I love the region. I love how they they went real hardcore with the culture. Even the music is all Hawaiian-themed, which was really cool. Um, I think... It brings a different kind of culture to Pokemon that didn't exist before. Even the options for clothing. Yeah. Uh, Z-Moves, uh, as much as Mega Evolution, Z-Moves, Genamaxing, every little thing we do now that just makes one-hit KOs all the time, um, they were visually stunning. Like I didn't want to they use them. They
0: were boring as shit to watch, though. Oh, but cool the, the first time. Yeah,
1: cool the first time. I mean, Sinister Arrow Raid. But, so do I, I mean, a name. That should be the name of the finale for Arrow. Like... <laughs> CW, you missed the boat there. Um, loved that the character looked older. Yeah. I know that's a stupid thing. Um, kind of thinned out, a little less bubbly. Looks uh, like made a made a little bit more relatable. I know it's still a 10 or 13-year-old, but mm-hmm. I can relate more to the character. And overall, I mean, why. <laughs> that's all I have to say.
0: <laughs> if, Sometimes
1: if, games, like we talked about um, Black and White earlier. Yeah, Black and White's story is phenomenal, but if the Pokemon don't hit, that's tough for me. Because sure. like, at the end of the day, if I'm at a store and I see a Desigual shirt, mm-hmm. I'm instantly thinking of what I did when I was playing Sun and Moon, having a great time. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Black and White, and I'm like Rock and Roll. Yeah, I look great. <laughs> and like great. Um, like, I don't know. That's that's my number
0: five. I think there's if if I had a top six, Sun and Moon were Moon would have been my six. It was really hard to keep off the list. Um, it was between Sun and Moon and and Red and Blue, or you know, actually Moon and Blue to be more specific. The one thing I think you missed that I think is the best thing that happened to Sun and Moon was the Alolan forms. Um, I am a fan of almost all of them and including Diglett with just three little hairs because they made him a steel type. Like they didn't just change the look. They changed the typing. Meowth looked okay. Persian, not so much with the big cheeks. But Raticate, hilarious. Exeggutor, dragon type on a fucking Exegutor—that That was nuts to me. And nothing will beat Alolan muck. Alolan Muck is phenomenal. I'm just bitter. Um, sure. I know we dubbed
1: this episode, We Pokemon and We Know Things. It's not We Growlithe and We Know Things. <laughs> I get that. But didn't come get, on. Didn't give them Volpix before. gets it and Ponyta. Can we give some love to the best basic fire type in Gen 1? I don't want to hear your Charmander stuff go
0: I don't like Charmander
1: so yeah. You're all set. I'm just like, come on. like, Are you telling me an ice yeah Gralith and arcane would, would have been have awesome, been awesome. Yeah. or even just go off the wall a, a dark or
0: a psychic whatever
1: as long as it wasn't shadowing i long as it little, wasn't fairy we have kind of a or at least i do a rundown of things i hope for the future for pokemon so i don't want to spoil that but i do have yeah. some stuff to come, um i've covered
0: that on previous episodes so if you want my thoughts on that we'll go uh just go back i mean we're already at an hour 15 we promised ourselves four and a half hours only uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um sam's number four is pokemon blue Basically for all the reasons we already outlined, so I don't want to overkill on that. Uh but Pokemon Blue for Sam for number four. My number
1: I mean real quick on that, yeah, yeah. I think that the red and blue nostalgia super, is real. super exists. Like it I'll never real. forget grabbing that box off the shelf mm-hmm. and looking at that illustration of Charizard that looks nothing like how Charizard looks. Yeah. And that was awesome.
0: Yeah. My so, listen, I I always like I love Gen 1. It's it's that Charizard is my background. Yep. I, this is my favorite piece of Pokemon art to this day, Ken Sugimori. And it's got Charizard and Pikachu, two of my least favorite. But just this photo of red and blue staring each other down, Pokeball on the belt, whatever that is around his neck, he's got something behind his Whatever back. that yellow
1: thing is in the middle, because that is not Pikachu. <laughs> that is definitely Chucky. I think that's chew. the leather face of the Pokemon like, world.
0: Like, Charizard does not look too much like Charizard. His neck is 17 feet long. Like I these. love
1: Charizard in that image. I wish he kind of had more Still of that. Still had, like, that. like I think Aerodactyl kind of brought that back a little bit for Gen 1. Like, he had maybe the look that they were going for. There's a reason
0: why Gen 1 is the most remade version. There's a reason why Pokemon Go uh, started with only Gen 1 and had the biggest amount of downloads and the craziest app in my lifetime. Um, So, like, there's a reason for all of that. The U.S. naming conventions were awesome, too. Like,
1: me and my buddy Luke were at work one day, and I... I was arguing about how cool Pokemon names were. And he's like, Dude, some of them don't make sense. I'm like, what are you talking about? They all make sense. And he's like, "He's like, you, they don't all make sense. And I went there. We have a chat on our on our work computers. And I went through all 151 and I was like, Pikachu. Like, Pika is like the what is it, the squeak of a small mouse. Mm-hmm. Or the Chew is. And Pika is Spark in like a Jap- Japanese translation. Like, they were all just genius. And it was so fun to just prove him wrong. That's
0: what I, <laughs> That's what I loved about Gen 8's Pokemon was actually the names. I think they all make sense. I mean, Gen 8,
1: um, I have a thing here, and it's not really spoiling anything, but of my top 50 Pokemon, 14 of them, I know it sounds like a small number, were from 1 to 7 and 8.
0: 14 out of 50, though, is almost 40%.
1: So it, it's pretty incredible if you really think about it. Uh,
0: my number four is Soul Silver from Generation 4, the remake of Generation 2, Jim's. Self-proclaimed best region. Uh, I was a silver player growing up. I didn't ever rebeat Kanto. I actually stopped after eight uh, badges in the original Elite Four. Was my mind was blown when I saw Koga was in the Elite Four. I was like, "Well, who's watching the Sapphire Gym, um, Saffron?" I don't know why I said Sapphire. Uh, and so, never went back to Kanto until Soul Silver. To me, Soul Silver, Pokemon, Follow You, great, fantastic integration of some Generation Four features. Um, the sprites to me are the best looking sprites in Pokemon history. Um, to me, two D sprites over three D animation all day. Uh, it had a wonderfully remade soundtrack of Johto. I loved um, all of the. What am I thinking of the that I think it's for the Pokewalker. Walker. Yeah, I remember that. The little accessory that came in the box. Although could, it did, it's like did, a did it come with an
1: actual box. I can't remember.
0: It came in the box of... I remember it came in like a cardboard box. But yeah. did the
1: actual game come in, in its own box or no?
0: Besides the cardboard box? I don't think that's so. That always frustrated me. What do you mean? Like a, like uh, the box.
1: plastic snap box that all DS games come in.
0: Oh, think, no, no. Did, it was, a cardboard. It was yeah, just the cardboard box. That's brutal. It's tough to find those types of games anymore. Like Gen 1 through 3. No, Gen 4... No, Heart Gold Soul Silver is a snap case. Is it? Okay. Absolutely.
1: I can't remember. I mean, I have all the cases somewhere. I My 3DS has a case that holds games.
0: So they're all. Yeah, as you saw my great storage system, it's a Comcast zip up bag. Uh it's I, good. good. I have stuff. Diamond Pearl. I have two Platinums. I have Soul Silver and Heart Gold. All of them not boxed. So I don't remember, but I'm almost positive. Uh, that the generation four games actually are hard case generation three. I think Emerald was the last game that was uh, the old school, just cardboard box style. But yeah, I loved everything about soul silver. I'm a Totodile through and through. I don't think I've ever picked a different starter than Totodile in any gen two playthrough I've ever had. And I am on the train that I would actually really enjoy a let's go Johto.
1: Yeah. So definitely a spoiler. It's in my hopes for the future. Uh, also total guy. I hate to agree with you. Um, yeah, I, I will say in some of the recent replays of I played Crystal on mm-hmm. my 3DS mm-hmm. and I did do Cyndaquil, um, Chikorita, I feel like Totodile and Chikorita was the most male, female feeling starter set of all time. Um, it seemed very like one or but the not other.
0: Not poplio Popplio is <sighs>
1: interesting. I mean, after you see Joker, Poplio is <laughs> a lot different. <laughs> Have you seen the popular train scene? It's crazy. <laughs> um, so my game four is the cop out that Greg maybe mentioned earlier. Um, this is the single most underrated Pokemon game of all
0: time. And that's Pokemon Snap. In my future hopes, there's a snap too. Pokemon Snap. How many Pokemon in Pokemon Snap? Just 63. 64. It was on N64. Okay. I
1: think 63.
0: That would have been a great trivia question.
1: Why do I think it was 63? Regardless. Oh, that's going to annoy me. Um, So, Pokemon Snap. I remember playing this vividly with my sister. And this is where it's going to go off on a little tangent, and I don't care. Does anyone out there... 63. Boom, Greg. I had to look it up. The reason I knew it was 63 is because I remember being annoyed that it wasn't wasn't clever enough to be 64 64. on 64. So, shout out to Jim for getting that one right.
0: One of the trivia questions that don't count. So, Pokemon
1: Snap, I played through with my sister. Yeah. And I'll never forget this because you used to be able to go to Blockbuster, second Blockbuster call out
0: today. Go listen to our episode with Taylor Morden, who does the last Blockbuster documentary coming soon. Nice plug. Thank you. So, you used to go to Blockbuster
1: and you could rent a device that you put in the back of your N64 controller. And then you had a card that I think came in Jigglypuff, Bulbasaur, Pikachu, and Charizard maybe. And you put the card in this device. I kind of remember this. And the pictures this. you took, you could then take the card, go to, to Blockbuster, put it in a get machine, them and it would
0: print you a sheet of stickers. Yes.
1: Me and my sister were addicted to this. Oh, my we God. We loved it. And you know what's funny? Those cards actually go for good money now. Yeah. You can find them. But we loved it. And I remember that so vividly. Like, so much of my childhood. And when did that game come out? 99, 2000? I was like 9, 10 years old. So much of your childhood blurs over over time. But I'll never forget. It's honestly one of the most heartfelt things I can think of doing with my sister at a young age. And that game, I remember loving it. I remember having to, you know, Mm -hmm. throw the Pokeball in a perfect position to get Growlithe to, I think... Throw a Pokeball and then chase after a volcano and then Arcanon would come out and you had to knock Charmeleon over into the volcano and Charizard, Charizard came I out and you me. had to get the best picture and they would raid it. So you can get two Magmars to fight. So yes, you could. So, all this nostalgia, right? Like we're talking all this nostalgia. A
0: lot of Easter eggs in that game. So on Surfing Pikachu. This is kind of
1: funny, but Pokemon Snap actually came to the Wii U store. Mm-hmm. So me and my now wife, she was my girlfriend at the time, beat the whole game. Caught all 63 <laughs> Pokemon. I thought Mew was the 64th. Then, later on, my buddy Luke has lent me his N64. Mm-hmm. Uh, I no longer have my N64. He lent it to me. I went and found original controllers, started getting all the games, and I got Pokemon Snap. Cheap game to buy, by the way. Yeah, it like seems months. crazy to me because it's so much fun. This was maybe a year after we just beat it on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. We beat it again, me and Michelle, my wife. And it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. That game has replay value. Like no other. Mm-hmm. You know, getting the slow, game bro, is It's what you make it. Getting uh, Slowpoke to get the tail in the water at the same time as uh, Shelder. You have to, you it had turn, to
0: lure, lure it over.
1: Yeah, and then it would turn it. Ah, great game. Needs a sequel, reimagining, remake, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Worse than any game I've ever played. Uh,
0: have begged for a snap two forever. Huge memories on that. Bread, Tried to add Ryan, it in Sun and Moon. Always really good at it. He's really good at that game. Um, it's really hard not to be. You just have to know the secrets. I will say, fascinating speed run. Fascinating. Because you think you're on rails. You can only go a certain. No, you can it's see that. It's fascinating the routing that they choose of which to take photos of and exactly the photo they need at the exact right time and the exact right portion to get the exact amount of points that you need to move forward. Unbelievably intricate speed run that I highly recommend if you guys. Got- All right, so well,
1: after I stop at Walmart and pick <laughs> up the new Sword and Shield card, I'm won't. i going to have to go watch speed runs. Okay, I won't, to I won't
0: give you... The time at the end, but um, if you don't need a lot of time. It's it's a really fast... It was just trip. so
1: clever. Like, I remember... I forget the region name, but it makes a... Oh. Uh, wonderful! crabby or Kingler mm-hmm. um, with the stones. And you have to take a picture of it at the right angle for the stones. So, like, it's just so intuitive. You have to take, like, six photos or you're something. You're not battling. You're not shooting. You're not playing You sports. are shooting a camera. Ooh. Um, it's just such a simple concept <laughs> and such a fun game. Do you imagine a Pokemon Snap game? I would pay 60 bucks for a Pokemon Snap game no, that right? had 300, dare I say 401, like a certain game that gets crapped on all the time. Wow. So that's my number 4, Pokemon Snap. We need a new Pokemon Snap. Let's go. It's a freaking classic. Should we uh snap into his third.
0: It's Sam's number 3 is Pokemon Gold, um and for the sole reason of his level 100 Tyranitar. RIP, wherever you are, whatever kid bought that game next and deleted the shit out of that file, never to be seen again. I don't. He doesn't remember the moveset on it. Um, he swores he whipped my ass, but I can tell you now, we never once battled the original Gold and Silver games, ever. So, uh, shout-outs to a Sam There's a great Stubble, movie, Proof.
1: It's a movie called Proof, and yeah. it's Anthony Hopkins is a mathematician, and his daughter is Gwyneth Paltrow. And he goes on and on about this proof, mathematical proof that he's solving he has notebooks, Jim was a math major. Notebooks and notebooks and notebooks proving this theory. And it all comes out. And later on that he's actually going senile. And Gwyneth Paltrow, the daughter, looks at it and it's nonsense. It's not even legible. Wow. It's just squiggles. Not saying the Tyranitar didn't exist, but <laughs> Sam Anthony Hopkins
0: Maturo <laughs> calling you out. Uh, my number three is Pokemon Shield. Nice. Um, I... I said it before uh, on my 45-minute spoiler-free impressions, Uh, just a couple months ago on this very podcast. I think that game is getting a bum rap. Uh, It's sold over 16 million copies, thus beating Sun and Moon X and Y. Soon to beat potentially Diamond Pearl if it can cross the like 17, I think, point four million. But like, ha 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 to the haters, the boycott didn't work. Uh, The silent majority uh, has beaten the vocal minority once again on Twitter. But I think Sword and Shield came at a really good time. Um, It brought the first ever ever—you – Let's Go did it first, but Sword and Shield did it better. The first HD true experience. And I think I knew I was hooked when I hit Route 1 and the first Pokemon I ran into was a -A Rookidee. And I said, oh, Rookidee! And I caught it and I was psyched to catch the Route 1 bird. And when I'm psyched to catch the Route 1 normal type, whether that's a Patch Rat or whatever, I'm like – I'm going to have fun with this game, and it brought me back to my first catch of Pidgey or Ratata when I played Red Blue, and I was like, I, I almost tr- I transformed myself into that game again, and that was something I take a lot of, like, happiness in. It wasn't just a game where I'm sitting there playing. I felt like I was in Galar, and I really liked that, and uh, to me, great set of original Pokemon. I still don't love Dynamaxing. Gigantamaxing, cool, uh, but... I love the idea of the wild area, at least from the camera control perspective. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the DLC to have that camera control perspective as well. Um, again, I, you know, to your point about Gen 5 and the Pokemon, if the story's great, the region's great, if the Pokemon aren't great, it just doesn't hit. These Pokemon hit, and they hit hard. I really love a lot of the things Galar did. I'm excited for DLC to build on that as opposed to a second game. Pokemon Shield all the way.
1: How great
0: is Galarian Weezing? Galarian Weezing was the first Galarian type announced, I even think, even before Zigzagoon. Uh, but, oh my god, the monocle.
1: So, Sam will know this reference, I don't know if you will. But there is a great comic book that they also turned into a animated feature film, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. I know of Gotham by Gaslight. And whenever I see that Weezing with that top hat, I just vision Jack the Ripper walking around.
0: Sam would love that. It's fantastic. No, um, I, I'm not connecting with that. <laughs> we
1: definitely need more Galarian forms in the new game. So I'm not going to attack or discuss anything you just said there because my number three is Pokemon Sword. <laughs> um, awesome. I really loved it. Um, I thought 400 was perfect for the yeah. Pokemon in the decks. I'm a little upset that my new Galarian Slowpoke didn't send it up to 401. thought that was a miss. Like They could have put that coding in if they're going to put Slowpoke in. Small, minor detail. Um, Eventually, of, it'll be... A lot of the things Greg already touched on, um, it just created Pokemon I enjoyed again. Yeah. Um, I know Sun and Moon just came out, but once you have a game that came out after that, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, that doesn't add any Pokemon, you kind of lose that hurrah or that like thrill of seeing new Pokemon. Yeah. Again, I know I keep saying this, but seven of my top 50 Pokemon are from Galar. They're not Galar Forms, but they're from...
0: It's almost one-fifth,
1: man. Yeah, it, it's phenomenal. Um, I love the Pokedex. I thought the art was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I agree that the wild area, the like grass and trees and stuff like that could be sharper. But I don't want this game to turn into Breath of the Wild, personally. I don't want my Pokemon game I'm playing to look like Detective Pikachu. I don't know. Maybe I'm just partial to wanting it to stay cartoony and kitty. I almost argue for to go the other way. Um, I sometimes like seeing them
0: in 2D more. This, I, listen, I appreciate I what the th- they did in the decks, though. They gave us only 2D sprites for the decks. Um, at least, the I think first the 3D
1: level. might have been slightly ruined for me by Pokemon Go, if that's fair. Like, maybe if that never existed, I'm not a die Pokemon Go fan. I
0: stopped playing a couple of years um, ago.
1: Just because I, I think it just doesn't show how much Pokemon Go. My issue with Pokemon Go is people are so excited to catch anything. Like, you weren't looking for your holy grail. You weren't looking, because you couldn't. You know, if your favorite Pokemon was Articuno, yeah. you know, you had to do, like, 700 things. Hopefully, you live in a populated area where there's tons of stops, and you can get all the stuff you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the visuals. I, re- I really did. And I, I, I don't know. I love the exclusive
0: gym leaders. That was so That was great. a cool new move. I prefer swords in a major, or shields in a major way. Yeah. Bay didn't do it. Bia, she didn't do it for me at all. And what was the other woman? I can't remember. who's the, um... Ice type.
1: Yeah, I mean, the psychic type was by far the coolest. Alistair. Yeah, Alistair was awesome. Ghost type. He was the the best gym leader. I haven't played the game. I wouldn't know. I
0: do own them both. Michelle is currently
1: playing Shield. Same.
0: No one's playing my sword. The double pack is just sitting there Uh, being a single pack.
1: What else can I say about it? I'm I'm going to do impressions. Yeah, I was going to say hold the So I'll kind of leave it at that. My number three is definitely Pokemon Sword. He kind of, Greg kind of said that the gym leaders pushed him to shield. Um, That is correct. Mine was definitely legendary based. Um, I recently got a dog last June. Yeah. There's just something about Zacian. has I,
0: I grown on me. I still like Zacian better. I and will I say that... just the, holding
1: the sword reminds me of playing Fetch with this awesome creature.
0: To me, though, like, you get the Legendary so late in the game that it's, to me, it's like the 20, 22 hours before you get the Legendary means a lot more to me than the two hours or an hour you get with it. So I want to try and base mine on the exclusive Gym Leaders and the exclusive Pokemon. And quite frankly, Galarian... Corsola and Cursola are shield exclusive, and for like that reason alone, I was in. I don't love Glarian Ponyta, Glarian Rapidash. I love Surfetch. Can we agree on one? Flapple's better than Apple. Flapple is slightly better than Appleton. Flapple is amazing. Flapple was in my top 50. Appleton was not. So, at that, I will give you that. I love the apple pie thing, but Flapple just like busting out of the apple and using it for wings makes me happy.
1: So, when I did my top 50 and I put in the. Uh... PowerPoint. I was finding really cool Pokemon pictures for each slide. Obviously, I wasn't going to half-ass it. And like I, did. I, loved the photo I found of Flapple. It, it looked
0: badass. He,
1: the game doesn't do him justice. He looks better in two D. It's yeah. just he's very cool. Like he has like an, I don't want to put him with Aerodactyl, but he has almost that like. This Pokemon just neat.
0: Yeah. Sam's number two, Pokemon Stadium: The Original. For Nintendo 64, I'm actually a fan of Pokémon Stadium 2, not only from a nostalgia factor and because is uh, better, playing it with my friends. But the addition of Johto while keeping Kanto and getting just 252 to play with was a lot better to me than just 151. But I will say, I think if memory serves me right. The mini games are better in Stadium One than Stadium Two. I'm trying two. to recall
1: the mini games from each game. But- I, uh, can't Where's the remember. one where you throw the rings on the Diglets? That's the first I one. I think that's the
0: first one. Okay. And I know Sam and I have a lot of nostalgia for the first one. We played it in Anthony Pino's basement. Um, like we did a lot of games: Halo, NBA Street, fucking Ready to Rumble, Boxing. So uh, Stadium was that that first battle simulator where we got to see the Pokemon in 3D for the first time. That alone, I would imagine, is why he has it on his list.
1: Yeah, Pokemon Stadium's great. Um, we've recently played it. Um, at my apartment with buddies, and I'm not going to lie, I
0: did kick some ass. Uh, it's very difficult friends. to beat me in that game, I will say. Now, we have rules. Like, we had rules growing up. No legendaries. Sure. And no third evolutions. Okay. We only played with interesting first evolutions.
1: Well, what's funny is, a lot of times in Pokemon Stadium, I would purposely pick, if you were doing, like, the selection for everyone, not your right. own game. Right. I would purposely pick second or first evolutions, because a lot of times they have better moves, mm. if you ever noticed that. Mm-hmm. Like, you might get Charizard. And you might Better have stance. Fire Spin. Yeah. Well, and then... It's garbage, yeah. And then you might have Charmeleon that Fire, fire blast. blast. It's you weird. You're going there. It's weird. It's fucking
0: Blair Witch Fire thing. <laughs>
1: Scariest scary as <laughs> shit. I have a figurine on my desk at yeah. work, and it's Growlithe. Oh, he just comes up in every second. <laughs> it's him doing that, and fire the blast. end of it looks like the
0: Blair it Witch. Blair, it's Blair, pretty... It, everything I thought about was the Blair Witch on fire, yeah. and that gives me nightmares. Pokemon Stadium, I love the minigames. Yeah. Like, mini games I, great. I just... Come no. for the battle, stay for the minigames. Yeah,
1: it was just like you had the little uh, Rattata running one. Mm-hmm. You had the was it Chance or Clefairy doing the like dance one. Um, you had the, a trivia, I believe there was a quiz. There, I there think was so much. Blaine put that on. There was so much good stuff in those games. And another game that I think would have been better than making Pokin.
0: Pokin's disappointing to me. I, I own Pokin for
1: literally. Wii U. Um, I, it's actually the last game I recall trading in. Oh wow! Because I'm not really into that anymore, just mm-hmm. because I don't need to be. Um, Same. I don't buy enough video games, honestly, to be that way. I buy more old games now. Yeah, me you too. You know, when we used to have football Sundays, we'd play Madden. You know, X awesome, whatever J-Bow. year it was, and now we just binge play Blitz. Like, that's all we <laughs> it's play. <a> better
0: game. <laughs> yeah,
1: or even Techno Bowl and yeah. Super Techno Bowl. So, like, yeah. I think that my video game collecting has jumped backwards, so I don't really
0: care to trade stuff anymore. You live five minutes away from the Classic Game Junkie. Go listen to our interview with owner Frank Stanchek Jr. at the Classic Game Junkie in Glenside, Pennsylvania.
1: Frank is the man. Uh, I found out he was good friends with Nick Foligno growing up. Yeah. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Yeah. He commented on Facebook and said, do you know Nick? I'm like, Nick's my best friend. He's like, holy shit. So if you're listening to this, we'll definitely be in the store. Thanks for uh, finally getting a copy of Super Strikers in. never played Mario Super Strikers until about a month ago. Beat the whole game. Like the, the cops. It's phenomenal. the
0: best Mario sports game ever.
1: Yeah, bread. Right our buddy bread feels the same way, and I've realized now why he loves it because it's so, really a hockey game. It's so. Good. It's, it's really not really, soccer. It's, it's really, really hockey. I had one match where I had 103 hits. <laughs> I think the computer had like nine. It was great. <laughs> my I think I
0: won like two to one. My number two is Pokemon Platinum, uh, Generation three Four. Games. I'm on record of saying is my favorite generation. I take the whole generation, not just the three Gen Four games. I put in Heart Gold, Soul Silver. I look at the whole generation. And that's why Gen Four is my favorite. One has the most nostalgia. One has my most in my top fifty. I think it was like twenty two, um, or like I think I cut it down to like nineteen. But Pokemon Platinum. Getting back into Pokemon in 2012, the first game I played was Platinum. Never played Diamond and Pearl. I owned them. Still never played them. I figured why not or why do that when I could just go play the enhanced, better version? Plus, Garatina to me is one of my favorite legendaries. So, like, I wanted to be in that story. Um, Dialga, Palkia, cool. Dialga and Palkia cool, but I love Giratina. So I thought, all right, let me get back into it. This is the first game I've played since Emerald in 2002 or three. So this was about a 10-year gap almost that I hadn't played a Pokemon game in. And it was so memorable from the Pokemon to the, the story going to a goddamn upside-down world. Afterwards, I felt like it was Stranger Things before Stranger Things happened. Catching Giratina was one of the most frustrating experiences of my life because I already used my Master Ball. Um, By accident on a gold duck. (laughs) So so I didn't have it. Um, Got to shoot your shot. I could have just turned it off and and just gotten it back and just felt like this. But I, I felt, okay, I made the mistake. Let me own it. I went in. I tried a quick ball on Garatina. didn't work. So I had to use ultra balls. I went through. Upwards of 60. I even put it on. I had false swipe, So I even put the false swipe. Got it down to 1 HP. And still couldn't catch it. I put it to sleep. It woke up. I paralyzed it. It still. Oh my god. Tried everything. Uh, and finally caught it with like three Ultra Balls left. It was a freaking uh, uh, slog to do that. But I just had so much fun. It jumped me back into Pokemon. Made me the nerd that I am today with Pokemon. So I owe a lot to Pokemon Platinum. So
1: Pokemon Platinum. And, I own two copies. And the House Centipede saved Greg's love of Pokemon. <laughs> Good to know. The House Centipede? Yeah, Giratina kind of oh. has that look. Like, you know those House Centipedes, we all know it. what they are. Yeah. They okay. live to, like, 40. I yeah, don't know. with
0: sharp claws.
1: <laughs> uh, my number two, and I know I'm in the minority of this one. This one is a game that I think unfairly gets crapped on constantly. It's Pokemon Yellow. Um, Pokemon Yellow is better than Red and Blue. Uh, I'll fight people on it. I don't care. (laughs) Um, Nostalgia value, red has a ton more. I'm not going to lie. When I remember yellow coming out, and I was excited, but it was also, you know, already the anime was out. But let's be real. Pokemon games are not difficult. Maybe black and white and black and white, too. But they're not hard. At the the crux of the game, you want to get your favorite Pokemon. You want to make a team. You want to be the Pokemon champion. You just want to be happy. What is cooler than having Pikachu, Squirtle, Charmander, and Bulbasaur? I don't care. I know it makes the game easier. It was awesome. And your rival having a Eevee. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we already played red and blue, right? Yeah. We all had, you know, I'm a huge fan of the color purple. The book? Sure. Um, but the actual color. And Nito King was always in my team in red and blue because he was purple. He was cool. We caught him early. I never enjoyed catching a Pokemon really late in the game. And putting them at my party. You always felt a little shorty. Like you felt like almost like you had like four babies and you just adopted like a 22 year old and threw them in and like, okay, this is my family. I know that's, that's harsh, but there was something very cool about Pokemon yellow of getting all the original stars and mm-hmm. having to get like a little bit of a spoiler, but I'm weird with the gen one starters. Mm-hmm. My favorite gen one starter is Bulbasaur by far. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. But you know what's funny is I don't really like Ivysaur or Venusaur. He's my Ivysaur is my favorite second stage. My favorite second stage? War Turtle.
0: Yeah. All day. He's my day.
1: least favorite. He's awesome. But you know what's funny? Squirtle's not my favorite first. And spoiler, I like Charizard more than Blastoise and Venusaur. And it's funny that it's like I like one of each. Like I like it's 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 comical. Um, I think part of it, the anime, obviously had something to do with it. Who had a core personality, in Bulbasaur? Oh, I'm this awesome Squirtle Bulbasaur.
0: Did Squirtle did it. it. Wore sunglasses.
1: That's I it. Bulbasaur like it was badass. Bulbasaur had an attitude, but also
0: protected people well, that were weaker than it. To be fair, I think is it Tara Strong was the voice actress. I can't remember. She made it. That Bulbasaur's voice actress was amazing. And yep. It kind of brought a lot of personality. Bulbasaur. I'm a Squirtle, Ivysaur, Blastoise uh, from a first, second, third.
1: That's I also I feel like Gen One is still the best. I know we have a ton, a ton of Kanto haters, mm-hmm.
0: um, but we also have a lot of Gen one I mean,
1: How many game? How many games did Gen One sell? Forty million plus. Okay. How many did Let's Go sell? Uh, Eleven million. Okay. So now we're at fifty, 50 million how, how about Pokemon
0: Go. How about, how, about, how about Pokemon? How about Leaf Green and Fire Red? I don't know the answer to that question. Regardless, like it's still it's sixty million plus. I mean, they're great. Yeah.
1: I, I get it. Like you can be tired. I think you can be tired more of the map and like knowing where it's going to be and, the and all sol- that. So completely understand that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the Pokemon are just simply the best.
0: A lot of people feel like very differently about the Pokemon being, and you know, my argument for loving Gen 1 and the people that hate on older gens or newer gens, I'm sorry, like Gen 5, it's got a, it's got an ice cream and a piece of trash. Gen 1 had a magnet attached to a ball attached to another magnet and it had an upside down Pokeball. Like, Everyone has those designs that they don't think are great. Voltorb I, wasn't
1: even upside down.
0: No, and it was I, just a Pokemon. And I actually love Vanilla, Vanilluxe, Vanillish. Vanilla. I think they're some of the the best Pokemon. No, so those um, eyes,
1: I can't get past. The them.
0: eyes are super fucking weird. They're but bad. that to me is James. Can't remember his last name. He was the art director in Sword and Shield. He was the first. That was his first time working on Pokemon. That line was the first line. We'll just created call him James Schnubble Turner schnubble james schnubble turner there you go he he has a weird thing with eyes i actually said that in my impression when you said
1: james scene. schnubble turner for some reason all i could hear in my head was dun 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 i just heard pirates of the caribbean i don't know i will Turner. i don't know
0: orlando bloom uh anyway gloom orlando gloom sorry Purple this lips. says we pokemon and we know things uh who's it who are we on now sam's number one sam's number one yeah, sam's number one is Pokemon Red. Uh, The original Gen 1 Pokemon Red. He is a huge fan of Charizard. I think Charizard is going to be on his top 10 list. and I think he's going to be pretty high up. It is the game that we played the most as kids growing up, he and I. Uh, Gen 1, I can completely understand it. He is a Gen 1-er. He does love uh, the designs of Gen 1 the most, which is completely fine. Um, Gen 1 is, you know, I have such a strong attachment to it as well. Um, But yeah, I... It was the game he played the most, the one he's restarted the most, the one he still has the most attachment to, the one that if I purchased physically, he would come over and attempt to steal it. So I think that's a pretty good
1: You don't have plug. a copy of Red?
0: Mm-mm. I have a copy of Red. It's the only Gen 1 physical I'm missing, as a matter of mm. fact, right now. I have yellow. I have blue. I even have green. Nice. So uh, it's Japanese. Can you play that on the – U.S.? you need a
1: U.S.? Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be a feat. I love it.
0: Somebody growing up had a Japanese Game Boy Color. And we played it in his bedroom, and I tried to steal it, and his little brother caught me. So there have been two thefts. Something I
1: need that I've never owned, and maybe you can describe for me, is that device you can apparently buy for the GameCube, so you can play Game Boy games on the TV.
0: Uh, You can do that for Super Nintendo too. Can you? Yeah, the Super Nintendo has the Super Game Boy, and you put the cartridge on top, and you can play just Game Game Boy Boy or Game Boy Boy Color, huh? um, Right on your TV, and then the GameCube Game Boy player was a disc that you put in the GameCube and then the bottom you can play Game Boy, Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advanced on your TV. It goes for like 150 Whatever. It's very expensive. As I don't Dick have a kid. Say. This is true. <laughs> I do
1: a dog. You He's have a very dog. expensive and we are looking at a, a bigger place. Um, oh, good for you, man. Yeah. You've
0: lived, you've lived in your spot for a while. That's good to hear. Yeah.
1: Um, but I might need one of those.
0: Uh, you're going to be think, surprised after all the things I've talked about. You're going to be surprised at my number one. My number one is Fire Red. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Couple reasons. It's not for Charizard. I actually love Venusaur and I actually own Leaf Green. I don't own Fire Red anymore. Another physical I'm missing and trying to add to my collection. If it's red, I don't own it. But three Pokemon that were version exclusive to Fire Red for me that um are two fell in my top fifty. The one was probably fifty-two. Uh was Scyther, Electabuzz, and Growlithe. All uh, P- Pokemon Fire Red exclusive. There obviously was a list of other ones. I own Leaf Green, which was Magmar. Um, I think even Mr. Mime and Deoxys is freaking Leaf Green exclusive, which is crazy to think. Gen 3 Legendary.
1: Spoiler for the guy who. That's the one game I haven't played. Fair enough. Great.
0: <laughs> that's over. <laughs> Fair enough. What I loved about Le- uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green was it, it wasn't just a flat remake of. Red and blue were red and green. It added the Sevy Islands. So you could go to – I think after gen, gym seven, you could actually get access to the Sevy Islands and have a whole new adventure uh, within Kanto, which I really appreciated, number one. Number two, it was the first Pokemon game I ever Nuzlocked. Do you know what a Nuzlock is? Yeah. So it was the first game I ever attempted to Nuzlock. I did not. I got, the gym, <laughs> I got the gym number six. I got to – I think I – no, seven. I got to Blaine. I lost to Blaine. Um, and I went hardcore to the Nuzlocke rules. Nobody was watching me. I didn't tell anybody about it. I could have cheated all day cuz no one knew and gave a shit, but I stuck to the rules. There you go. Uh I uh I loved Pokémon Fire Red. It's still to me the best-looking Gen 1 game including Let's Go.
1: Yeah, I love Let's Go. Um I think that one thing that and this isn't a spoiler from my Sword and Shield but let's go. The ability to have any Pokemon follow you, and if they were rideable, were rideable. It was why, cool. Or, 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 why get rid of that? Like that was incredible. Too many to code. <sighs> they could even in do. A, it's a, what it, was it, the? What on. was the version? There was a version. I forget which one it was. Where only certain Pokemon would follow you. They had to be like a cute Pokemon in order. To, I forget what it was. was like you it, couldn't was was have Gyarados. Like, was, uh,
0: no,
1: was yellow? No, yellow. I thought you could only have Pikachu.
0: Do you have anyone else uh, you? No, that's a good point. Soul Silver, you can I think get almost. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. Um I think honestly, a big reason they took away the rideable and the follow Pokemon in, in Sword and Shield was the wild area is internet connected where you see other people in the world, and that's a lot of lag. If you just see somebody riding a Gyarados towards you on land, and then you have someone. There's already a ton of lag, <laughs> <Right>. too. And <laughs> in the wild area, when you connect the internet, it's not great. So, so I think that's part of it. But I don't know. That's a so, complete. So my number
1: one, and obviously by going third, and they're already being you know what fourteen games mentioned. Um, this has already been mentioned. But Harkold and Soul Silver. Which one?
0: Harkold. Good. Um, I'm glad it wasn't at least Soul Silver. <laughs> at least we differ there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate Ho. This game. Yeah, I don't care about my them. Le- least See, I right. don't care as much about Ho and Lugia as I do about Sword and Shield. Um, Fair enough. I the game's just perfect. Um, me and Greg did a list of top fifty, top twenty-five games. I don't know where we ended. 50. Uh, it was my number one game. Yep. Um, it was the very top of the list. I think SS Tricky was too, so I guess that doesn't mean much. Um, but I love Heart Gold. Um I, for me. I had it when it came out. Um, got the Poker Walker and all that jazz. Um, I sold it like an idiot. And
0: the just the Walker or the, no, whole, the whole game, everything.
1: Um, I, I leave re- my
0: list, by the way, of top fifty.
1: Games. I rebought it later on in life, and I've beaten that game twice all the way through. And I'm actually at eight badges right now on it. I don't think there's a single other Pokemon game I've played three times all the way through.
0: Really, even Gen One, even even. Red? Well, I'm
1: not going to count like. I guess if you count the digital download of Gen One, it might be close. But I think I purposely played Blue when I had Red originally. But Heart Cold is just perfect. The Pokemon are awesome um 16 gyms I'd which still is insane underst- like,
0: i know game has
1: done that i get that johto and kanto are much smaller regions compared to the other regions in pokemon and to do another backtracking region i don't think we could ever do all of them obviously because i don't think you could have enough cohesion between the storylines but i would love to see two again maybe even three where you line them up and go back and
0: forth. I mean, I just think that would be incredible. They teased it at the end of Sun and Moon that they are going back to Kanto, but you never did.
1: Yeah, you know the ability in, in Heart Gold to have a Growlithe, Arcanine, to have a Houndoom, and to have Seacune all in the same game. Like game over. <laughs> like three. I don't even think I needed the other three Pokemon. Like yeah. I was just happy. Um, it just has so three much- level
0: one hundreds and two. <laughs> what was it? What the hell was the what was the route one normal type? Mm, oh, hoo-hoo? Hoo-hoo was one of them? There's, Who was the just the normal type though? Like the rat ratata. The... No, that was Gen Three, right? Uh, I can't remember. Go ahead. I, was, I mean, I'll noodle it. honestly,
1: I don't really have much. It's just my number one favorite game of all time, and I've played it multiple times, and I just think no game. The concept, and I'm going to jump into gold and silver too. Like I'm going to kind of have that connection but the storyline like you beat the first eight gyms i know friends that didn't Centret. know yeah Sintra. i know friends that didn't know you could go back to Kanto until they were told i was wonderful could you imagine that feeling I was that's amazing like you probably put in like 20 hours into the game and you're like oh that game was amazing because it was an amazing standalone mm-hmm.
0: someone tells you that and you have another 15 hours like, oh, incredible. Yeah, I'm psyched to, to finish Soul Silver to go back to that because, like I said, I was one of the people who never went back to Kanto and got the 16 badges, which unlocked all the tournaments. And all yep. the, uh, you could go talk to people on a Monday at two o'clock, get their phone number, put it, register it, and then go meet them at the Fighting Dojo and rematch them. Like, all that stuff, I'm super psyched on being able to do. For our top 10 Pokemon, because we are going short on time, a uh, top 10 Pokemon, I'm just going to read Sam's and then we'll do our top 10 back and forth. Um, so we'll start off with Sam's number 10. Listen, I said he's a Gen 1 guy. I'm not going to lie. A lot of Gen 1 Pokemon in here, but I'm surprised they're not all Gen 1, so shout out to Sam for not just going Gen 1 on here, um, but number number 10 is definitely a Gen 1 Kingler. I have to imagine it's because of the anime in the sure. Pokemon League. Kingler was very, very uh, important to Ash's team. His number 9 as your shirt would say, Arcanine. Um, my favorite is Sam's spelling of all these. <laughs> I'm not, just kidding. Uh, number eight, Lugia, which is crazy to me because he was a gold player. I thought maybe he had a bigger attachment to Ho-Oh, but loves Lugia. Um, any comments you have, we'll just save to the end of these and we'll just go in. Houndoom at number seven. Number six, Mewtwo, number five, Absol, he even went to Gen 3. Absol. Absol, I love Absol. I can't
1: I can't. He's think. another one that I have to fight for to put in the dog category.
0: Uh I don't put wanna... him in I don't put him in the dog category. It's fine, you could be wrong. <laughs> number four, Gyarados. Uh number three, Dragonite. Number two, his level one hundred Tyranitar. Potentially. No proof. <laughs> and number one, Charizard. Nice. Charizard number one. Yeah. This is... I'll tell you. Now, Jim and I are going to go back and forth with our 10. We'll go 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 8. And we'll go back and forth. This is new to us. We have not revealed... We gave our uh, our 11 to 50 to each other. But we have not revealed the top 10. So we have thoughts. Like, we obviously yeah. have Pokemon that we know are going to fall into each
1: other's top 10. But by yes. no means... I could probably predict, like, three uh, off the top of my head. I didn't analyze where? her.
0: Can you predict where? I don't wear Pokemon stuff like I you I can, do. I think I know... I think... I three like Pokemon two? that would be in your top five. Fair enough. I'm excited for you to be right or wrong then. you got to tell me if, you, if you're I'm right. I'm going to write them down. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So then I'll start at my number 10. This will be a reveal for you just as much as it is for us here in the studio uh, with our top 10. My number 10. Hard, hard, hard to keep my number 11 because I have such an attachment to my number 11 for a longer time than my number 10. But. Number 10, my second favorite starter of all time, the Steel, I'm sorry, the uh, Ice Steel, I believe, Empoleon. Okay. I believe he's ice. he turns into Ice Steel from water. I'm almost positive. I got confused because you said favorite starter. Second favorite starter. Evolution. Evolution. Gotcha. Well, even starter at all. I only have one Pokemon that would be considered in the starter family here, Uh On my top 10, but Empoleon, again, you got to remember, I went to Pokemon Platinum for the first time in a decade of playing a Pokemon game. I went Piplup. I really like Piplup. Chimchar was uh, tough for me because I saw Infernape and I was like, that is a cool ass Pokemon. There's also
1: no fire Pokemon in that game.
0: This is also true. (laughs) This is also true. Um, I'm not very into, oh man, I think it turns into Tortuga or something. Or Torterra, Tur- Torterra. Uh, I can't remember the 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 starter's name and the grass starter in Gen Four. wasn't a big fan. It's got a little leaf on its forehead. wasn't big wasn't a big fan. But to see Piplup, uh middle stages are weird to me. It's like us when we were sixteen, we were just confused about what we wanted to do with our lives, and then we kind of graduate to where we're gonna be. But Empoleon, a badass ice steel penguin with a friggin' trident on its chest, give me a or on its head. Give me a break. Gen
1: 1 was definitely the only generation off the top of my head when I think of the second form as being decent Pokemon.
0: Charmeleon, Wartortle, and Ivysaur, all good. I'd go Ivysaur, Charmeleon, Wartortle, but
1: yeah, I think they're all good. My number 10, and I went back and forth. My number 11, just as a quick side thing, was Houndour. Yeah, mine was Lugia. And this Pokemon is very similar to me. Um, I went number 10, Rockruff. Again, I'm big into the dog world. First Pokemon you see in Sun and Moon. What I love about Rockruff is he's not a normal type. So many dogs, like Lillipup, they're always, if they're just a cute dog, they get normal type. it well, was until fair. Nobody fairy. wants normal type Pokemon. I know that's sad. I shouldn't have said it that way. But the fact that he's Rock was so cool. Um, and his evolution chain, I know the anime kind of beat us over the head with it. But it's amazing. Um, the night, rock came, the night
0: form was amazing. I was Which, partial was to Dust
1: personally. Yeah, um, Probably the anime had something to do with it. I, I think the orange was just cool. He's a little bit more dog-like, whereas... He is. The, the other was a little bit more jackal-like, St- maybe. Stood on
0: two friggin' feet. Yeah,
1: but Rockruff, he, he comes in at my number 10.
0: My numero... I don't know how to say 9 in Spanish off the top of my head. Uh, you and I went back and forth on this Pokemon of even having it on your list. Potentially too popular. I said no doubt on my... Uh, list one of my only Pokemon from Alola Mimikyu um, I think he did make your top 50 he did yeah he did make your top 50 I remember seeing that cute little dude in your fucking powerpoint slideshow which was awesome uh, I was cute little dude never thought of him as that okay potentially petrifying little <laughs> yeah. dude we don't know what Mimikyu looks like which is also really cool from an intrigue perspective and uh, I loved I used it to my advantage against Sam because I don't think he figured it out, that the first hit on Mimikyu does not do damage. It just knocks the disguise down. What I love about it is in Gen 8, when they actually fixed that, and it still does a little bit of damage when you knock the disguise. Uh, Mimikyu is awesome. It's everything I wish P- Pikachu was, because I don't like Pikachu, but it, it just wants to be Pikachu so bad.
1: <laughs> that anime is so sad when he's, there's like a balloon of Pikachu, and, yeah. and Jessie doesn't know what to do, so she... He rips his outfit, Mimikyu, so she puts a pl- paper bag over him. It's just <laughs> a sad episode because, like, yes, you're terrified of him because he lives under your bed and your couch. And, he's, <laughs> and
0: his little shadow claw And he comes wants out. to kill you, yeah. but
1: he's still cute. Yeah, he uh, my number nine, I have a feeling he's also on your list, is probably the best green Pokemon. Nah, not even close, but Scyther. Scyther was 15, was 18. I think when I started the list was 27. And you know what? I kept putting them side by side, like Tinder style. And I was like, he keeps winning. He kept winning. And he w- won his all the way up. He bumped Garchomp out of my top wow. ten. So, so Horrible card. Great yeah. looking. Yeah. Horrible. I have a very cool sticker. Uh, I try not to curse a lot on podcasts. But it's a sticker of Garchomp. And it just says, fuck yeah, Garchomp. That's really it's cool a badass thing. sticker. It is. Um, yeah, so he comes in at number nine. Uh love the name, Scyther. Yep. perfect. Scyther yep. is sword like uh impediment. Um love the vocals in the anime. Sigh. So good. My favorite episode is still showdown in Dark City to this day. And he holds up in let's mm-hmm. go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. When he spawned on that little horizontal stretch, I got excited again.
0: Yep. And, and that's he's my number nine. Tell me a tell me a cooler Easter egg and snap. Yeah. yeah. He's great to get him in Snap. Yeah. When he pops out of the goddamn bushes where you have to, like, throw in the pester balls and do whatever. I can't remember exactly how, but when he popped out, I was like, oh, my God. Like, so cool. Great, 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 great anime Pokemon, like you said. Fantastic. Holds up. Love out in Dark City. Oh, to me, I was also an artist growing up. Uh, I love drawing. And my first thing I ever drew was Mario characters. The second thing I ever drew was Pokemon And uh, the Scyther card was very important to me because it was the first Pokemon I ever drew to, in my opinion, card perfect. So uh, Scyther has a lot of attachment. We'll see if he's on my list. My number eight, Absol. Um, Mm -hmm. Not Mega Absol. Mega Absol ruined a lot of Absol for me. And it's actually part of the reason why Absol is not higher up on my list. I will say, though, like the dark mischief Pokemon where he goes bad weather and bad things just tend to happen. It's cool mythology to me, cool lore, and that pure white color makes you unassuming like that he's not so bad. But then, of course, obviously knowing his lore, he is or she is. Fucking cool Pokemon, great design, and it, to me, redeems a lot of Gen 3, Gen 3 being my least favorite generation. I really enjoy Absol. Yeah,
1: it's like Chandelure if he was cool.
0: I just don't. What I don't (laughs) like. What I don't like. It's dark type only, and it's kind of weak. It's not great in battle, so I never really had one on my team.
1: So when I was making this list, I didn't try to go too hard on like strength and game and stuff like that because at the end of the day, you could give me a team of unevolved Growls, I'd be confident, I'd become the (laughs) Pokemon master. So like at the end of the day, like I really, really connected to the look and how much I enjoyed playing with them, and I like I like using the merchandise argument. Like if I'm at a store. Yeah, And there's some kind of merchandise with a Pokemon on it. If it's one of these 10, it's probably going in my basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 7, or sorry, number 8, uh, another Gen 1, so second Gen 1, uh, Raichu. is awesome. Raichu does not get the love Raichu deserves because of, obviously, Pikachu. Um, Raichu, Thunderbolt. Even the name, um, Raichu, Rai means Thunder um, in, in Japanese, and Choo is Mouse Squeak, just like Pikachu. Pikachu means Spark squeak thunder is so much cooler than spark the detail on the ears with the curl it's just phenomenal the
0: color works great card on base set yeah great yeah card very base cool because he's like kind of smaller on the card he's springing up yep great yep. card uh in one sentence thoughts on alolan Raichu? psychic electric
1: love the typing. surfing a tail love the typing Love
0: the typing. typing. What I love about Raichu
1: is the point of the ear and the swirl. And they took that they away. Took that and they away. made it too cute. I still really enjoyed him though. Yeah. I thought he was really cool. He's probably one of my favorite of the Alolan forms.
0: Yeah. He's up there with he's my second favorite Alolan form. Um the only Alolan form to make my top 50 list was Alolan Muk coming in the top 20, as a matter of fact. Nice. Uh one two what's that? 10, 9, 8. So number seven. Number seven, the highest ranked Kalos pokemon on my list jim only had one pokemon from kalos it was gogo hashtag gogo uh my my number seven is i could have literally taken any three of the forms uh i tended on my top 50 to unless i was super super passionate only take one of each family i didn't take multiple forms unless i like i said was super passionate um but age of slash okay uh age of slash a lot. First of all, I purposely Googled. I'm not like a Googler when I play games to figure out what Pokemon or what route, but I loved Honedge when I first saw it. So I specifically Googled, where can I find Honedge in X and Y? I found that it was route six, stayed in route six till I got one. Um, actually caught one until it had really good IVs. Um, naturally I didn't feel like breeding. So I just kept trying to catch one, which is (laughs) not a recommended method to finding a good IV. It took hours. And, uh, love Honedge, love Dubblade, but then when I get Slash and it changes forms to defense and offense, I think King's something, King Stance and Shield Stance, I think it's called, uh, that was mind-blowing to me because it wasn't just Slam A when I'm in a battle, just use the same move. It, it required thought, plus the fact that he's part ghost type was insane to me. And it's one of, again, those... I like Pokemon made of inanimate objects. Okay. I, I do. And in, in my list, there was Klefki. It, it actually, like... In my top 60, 65, Comfy would have been. That's in a there. set of
1: keys. I'd want to loose.
0: <laughs> I like Clefty. And uh, so I, I don't mind the inanimate objects. Maybe not Trubbish. I kind of like Gigantamax Garbodor. It's got a toy boat in its chest. It's really cool. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely love Aegis Slash and still use one even in Sword and Shield on my competitive
1: team. So my number seven might shock some people based on the conversation we've been having, but it's Sh- Arcanine. Oh wow. Arcanine is number seven on my list. Um, My number one, hands
0: down. I guess now I
1: know. So, um, Whoa. Arcane, obviously, is ancient, mysterious. Canine, obviously, raids the dogs. I really like the naming conventions, so I make sure to talk about that often. If you ever want to see the naming conventions for all 890 Pokemon, um, PokemonDB.net has them all. It's awesome. Um,
0: You can get all the sprites, too, on there and the shiny sprites.
1: I don't remember a game. And I know Greg is on the other side of this. He likes to play Pokemon games with Pokemon from that region. Yes. I am not that way. I don't really remember the last game I played mm-hmm. without Arcanine being in my team at the end of the game. Um, Growlithe is, is in short and Shield, Yeah. Growl yep, is totally in short and Shield. Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, I guess Gen 5, he probably wasn't in
0: it. Definitely not. Yeah. Until the National decks so you yeah. could eventually
1: go. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just always been a favorite of mine. Uh, I think his size is really cool. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Sword and Shield's Um Did not expect Corviknight to be
0: like seven. Yeah, three. yeah.
1: I mean, Twilight Sheesh. Wings. Where are the rest of those episodes? Um, Twilight Waiting Wing. for him. Yeah.
0: Episode one was good. <laughs>
1: it was great. Um, just his pure size, and he just always has a positive look. Happy.
0: He's smiling. Yeah. He's like, he's like a silly doggo.
1: Arcanine's always happy, and yeah. I've always loved him. So that's my seven.
0: Uh, my number six, the only other and final starter on my list, my favorite starter. It is not a first form. It is a final form. It is Blastoise. Uh, to this day, he's my second favorite card. Um <laughs> not I a huge fan of the Blastoise card. I loved it. And because I love that original Blastoise art, it doesn't quite look like the Blastoise we have today. And I, I did love it.
1: I'm weird with water Pokemon. I don't like when water Pokemon, the card is blue and mm-hmm. so is the picture.
0: It, I'm with it you drowns it out a little okay. bit for me. I, I like I'm the
1: Gyarados card more than the Blastoise card.
0: The Gyarados card, Gyarados is like green and yellow. Yeah, which
1: he's is, wrong. Which weird.
0: Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not the that, that color now. Sorry, I
1: cut you off. But
0: uh, I I first of all, Mega Blastoise... Okay, one of the mega forms I was okay with. It added a a beard for no reason, but the Gigantamax Blastoise, when they unveiled that in the DLC trailer, has blown my mind. And the fact that he has water cannons coming out of his shell, that artillery, military style, I felt like Blastoise was like the ultimate defensive, like, I got your back, G, no problem. Charizard was like, like he the shoots all out cannonballs, right? Like not like water. he's water. Like, like you yeah. don't expect water. Like Charizard was always the out, like all out attacker to me. Venusaur was the neutral, and then Blastoise to me was the defense. But then he pulls out those cannons on his shell and just boom! Can you imagine taking a hydro pump to the face from a Blastoise? You wouldn't live. Your head would actually become deca- you would be decapitated. No comment. So yeah, Blastoise just has a lot of memories for me. Squirtle was my first ever starter. Um, again, like I said, I don't have that Pokemon where I've transferred them from generation to generation. But if I did, it would be my f- and it was also my first ever level 100 it was a Blastoise.
1: So this Pokemon might unfairly be this high. Um, you know, we put a lot of things up for nostalgia for Yipper. different reasons. But in June of 2019, oh, no. me and my wife welcomed the Corgi into our home.
0: Oh, my God. Am I right? It's Amber.
1: <laughs> his name. His name <laughs> is Eggeron Po Nugebauer. We call him Poe. He, I got married in June of 18. We got Poe in June of 19. And I continually tell people that June of 19 is the greatest June of my life. (laughs) He is everything to me. And we got him in June of 19. And then in July of 19, Pokemon announced a Corgi themed Pokemon named Yamper. And let me tell you. I was ecstatic. I was already trying to buy merchandise when it didn't exist. You told me at one point in our text messages that if we battled, you would have six Yamper. So (laughs) I cannot tell you. When I started Sword and Shield, I went back into little kid mode, Uh 100% named my Yamper Poe, played the game, and... It was one of the hardest Pokemon decisions in my entire life. You didn't drop an Everstone?
0: I swore I did. you were going
1: to drop. I had the Everstone on him until, like, level, like, 34. Yeah. And his base stats were god-awful. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to use Bolton. Like, he's a cool Pokemon, he's too. Cool. He's cool. And he, he came awesome. on 22 on my list, so he mm-hmm. still made my top 25. Mm-hmm. But, man, Yamper is awesome. And I just cannot wait to see what they do with him. Yeah. In the anime.
0: If you waited a month to get Poe, would Yamper, if you bought, if you bought, if you got Poe after Yamper was announced, would you have considered naming Poe Yamper? I don't think so. So me and Michelle always
1: wanted a Corgi. Yeah. We also always wanted a Border Collie. They're Mm -hmm. probably our two favorite breeds of dog. Mm -hmm. And growing up, we always kind of assumed the Border Collie's name would be Poe. I'm a shoejagger on Poe fan. Uh, we can do an Edgar on Poe podcast another time. Yeah.
0: But huge fan. We
1: podcast. And honestly, Henry. we found things. one of my buddies' wedding. Um, the day after we had to drive to Pittsburgh to mm-hmm. go pick up this little guy. He weighed about four and a half pounds. And we were we saw him, he's tricolored, so he's black, brown, and white. It was Poe. We knew like it was the name we had for the border collie, but we named it the Corgi, and Yamper will always hold it. Definite that
0: Instagram follow. By the way, yeah, so
1: he has his own Instagram. It's at Poe underscore Neugebauer. It's a hard name to spell. It's N E U G E B A U E R. Definitely follow him. I'm not even going to pitch my own Instagram because I'd rather you follow him.
0: Poe uh, once commented on the dog itself. The dog commented on something that we posted once and said, We podcast and we poe things. And I, at that point, was in love with your dog. So uh, even though I've met him once. So that's Jamper, number six on my list. Uh, my number five is, has been discussed already in your top ten list, and that is Raichu, the Superior Choo. That's yeah, uh, one of the three I had on his list. There you go. Uh, Raichu, again, that card was absolutely uh, mesmerizing. I think the reason I hate Pikachu was when he's in the Pokemon Center in the anime and he slaps the, the Thunderstone away. It still touches him. It hits his tail. Shit should have evolved. I've waited forever for that damn Pikachu to evolve into the Superior Chu raichu uh number one ain't no way surge is losing to ash This is not happening number two raichu has the cutest anime voice ever number three alolan raichu is phenomenal i actually actually pref- almost almost prefer alolan raichu the number four chubby guys are cuter yeah and chubby pikachu is not my i actually prefer chubby chew than to the the slim pikachu we have now but yeah uh what a move set my Alolan Raichu had in Sun and Moon. I used that all the way up to level hundred. I beat the Elite Four roughly seventy five times. Um, but yeah, Raichu has a lot of nostalgia in me. And Sam always says, you know, you just hate the popular thing and you like the thing. So like, of course, you know, growing up it was I hate Pikachu, but I love Raichu. No, I just, I just actually just really prefer. I love electric types. Number one, number two. I just really, I love Raichu.
1: By the way, Greg is dressed like Pikachu. Yeah. I very ill. Pikachu did make my top 50. Um, not nearly even as high up as
0: Raichu. He wouldn't so, have made my top six. So
1: high. my number five, um, five and six were flip-flopping a lot. Um, kind of similar. I know it's going to sound strange. No, I do not have a giant bird. Um, or I shouldn't have said that.
0: Yeah, I got gotcha. you.
1: Um, is Corviknight. Love Corby. Corviknight in the game, first off, was phenomenal. To talk about a bird you catch early on turning into something awesome it was he was just an awesome Pokemon to have and then as you go through the game you see also is kind of like a public servant and helps fly people around and all that jazz it's just great Corviknight is awesome I love Edgar on Poe Corviknight is obviously based on a giant raven Mm -hmm. Um, there's no doubt in my mind Uh, the name in case you were curious obviously knight is you know cavalier Mm -hmm. but
0: well, cool. it also goes from rookie, rookedy, and then um Corvus Squire and then Corviknight. So it actually goes through yeah. rookie, squire, and knight. Corvine
1: from... is like the term used for like crows. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a loose translation, but I'm still yeah. standing by my fact that he's obviously a Raven Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I just love him.
0: I uh Corviknight is absolutely amazing. Um I kept him on my team my entire playthrough. Same shield. Yeah. Great Pokemon. Uh I can't disagree with that at all. My number four the last legendary on my list. I don't love putting legendaries on there, but he's the best legendary hands down. One of the coolest Pokemon ever. Matter of fact, it's mega evolution. One of the only people uh, Pokemon completely banned from play. And that's mega Rayquaza, uh, not the mega. Actually, I don't like mega Rayquaza, but Rayquaza is my absolute favorite. Legendary made my top four over my boy. Raichu. Um, Emerald is the redeeming quality of generation threes games. <laughs> Uh, Rayquaza, a bitch to catch. I absolutely love Rayquaza.
1: Yeah, just to kind of give some facts, my highest ranked legendary was Suicune uh, at number 14. Mm-hmm. So he did not crack the top 10, but Rayquaza's awesome. Yeah. Um, You know what Rayquaza always kind of reminded me of? And I was a huge Power Rangers fan Snake. growing up just reminding me of like the Megazords and how awesome they were coming from the sky. Mm. Just the whole concept that requires was like, Hey, you two stop fighting. Yeah. Like we don't care if there's going to be team Aqua and team Mac, two stupider groups. Worse, we need they're... more water. We need more land. We're going to fight over this. Like hilarious. But I liked that Requires. was like all of you stop. <laughs> um, my next on my, my list number four is another dog. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to know which one this is. If you heard me earlier about who eleven was, herdier, herdier? herdier, came in at sixteen. Uh, um, but it's houndoom. Oh, same same list. Love houndoom, houndoom, was houndoom. Houndoor
0: houndoom. on your top fifty. Houndoor was so. number
1: eleven. He was close with uh, rockruff. Ah, I couldn't houndoom. decide who I wanted to put there. Um, I want a ice something type Hound Outdoor and houndoom in this next expansion. That would be. Fantastic. A Galar Houndoom. Could you imagine how awesome that could look? I'm just, just seeing it.
0: Just all the red on Houndoom would just be blue. I
1: don't uh, know if it would be blue or like
0: crystallized. Crystal, and I can see like cool.
1: maybe like one I mean, of organ. the spikes is broken in half and the other one's not. They like, did that
0: with Zashin in the yeah. beginning.
1: So I don't know. Houndoom, always one of my favorites. Uh, I love the idea of his name too, Houndoom. Yeah. Obviously Doom is you know, adverse to, to fate and negative and all that stuff. But the word hound, like, does it mean that he's a dog that's also mm-hmm. like doom and, and negative, or does it mean that he's like hounding for it? Like he's looking for doom and he's looking for bad things. Kind of a little bit of the absolute feel.
0: And it is a mischievous Pokemon. It's a dark type and it is used on a lot of evil teams. So that does I
1: do wish I could find something along the lines where he has that small skull like structure on his chest
0: mm-hmm. if it was actually the skull. If it was like Cubone style, the skull of its dead mother, maybe it's dead. But not terrible child. like Morini and poor Corsula. Oh, God. That's so sad. Corsola like, is a dead Corsula that has uh, since just started to decay. Uh, but a banging fucking Pokemon. It was in my top 50. Number three. Uh, my number three. And it's crazy because I say let... Uh, generation three is my least favorite generation yet. There are three gen three Pokemon in my top 10. So literally these three things are the things keeping generation three alive for me. And the only reason I want to go back to play Emerald, uh, my favorite water type, um, obviously because, well, not obviously I don't have a water type as my, my number one or two. Um, to me, one of the most vicious Pokemon again, didn't love his mega, but, uh, my favorite animal on this earth is a shark and Sharpedo is everything i want in a pokemon it's vicious it's menace its eyes aren't terrible looking it um i think it's pre-evolution doesn't give away what it's going to become uh which i really like i didn't see um a i think it's a not a piranha a um i can't think of goddamn what it's pre-evolution is based off of but it doesn't turn into a shark in any realm of real life so to have this evolution be a red, white, and blue and kind of yellow with stars in its eyes. There's that whole Garchomp theory sure. around Star, uh, about Sharpedo. And in every single Gen 3 team I've ever had, a Sharpedo was on there.
1: Nice. Uh, my number three is slightly surprising um, unless you're looking at my hat and it's Bulbasaur. I had this weird obsession with Bulbasaur. I don't even know where it really came from. Like, I know he was my first starter when I played the game and obviously there's nostalgia reason. Everything like, I have a Bulbasaur pop. I have a Bulbasaur. Funk. I do, I know that. I have a jumbo size Bulbasaur pop. I did not know that. I have a Bulbasaur hat that I'm wearing right now. Mm-hmm. I have Bulbasaur planters that I've actually planted plants in. I knew that. Um, yeah. my buddy Luke got me a Bulbasaur, Venusaur, and Ivysaur planter. That's I just crazy. have tons of Bulbasaur stuff, and there's just some connection I have with them. I remember we were going to a comic convention or a video game convention. And I bought Michelle a Bulbasaur t-shirt to wear to it. Um, I just love him I just think he to me he's Pokemon to, where some people see Pikachu some people see Charizard was he your when first starter? Th- yeah when I see Pokemon I just think of Bulbasaur and what I love about him is something that's kind of weird for my list I love dog Pokemon I have tons of dog Pokemon on my list I love River Rodgers it was hard to keep all the you know Ocelot and mm-hmm. and um what is it Do du- Duat Duat, Duat mm-hmm. off my list Bulbasaur doesn't so not have Samurot. that. He doesn't. Nah, not really. Samurais alright. Yeah. Um, Bulbasaur doesn't have, to me, a realistic animal vibe. Well, it's a sore and it, the
0: plant. Sure, yeah, it's a plant dinosaur, it's a, it's a which isn't a real thing, right? It's a prehistoric plant dinosaur. I don't think it can have so, like, a real life equivalent. Bulbasaur.
1: He's my number three, and I just love him.
0: Then I think you've. Nailed the Pokemon that you've written down because my top two are both generation one. Yep. Uh, My number two is back to my love of art and drawing and my first card. Perfect. Um, For a while was my number one. A while was my number one until I would say X and Y when I finally saw my number one in real life or in 3D. And then I have another story about it when I get to it. But number two is, is Scyther. Um, this is perfect. It's a perfect Pokemon. There's his nothing head, wrong with
1: him. The thing that people forget about Scyther is people always want to ping him as a praying mantis, mm-hmm. which I get that there's tons of praying mantis feel to him.
0: But his head is dinosaur. It's is. it's Charizard, but in a better color. He also has a <laughs> hidden Fu Manchu. Uh, if you look at his face, it's 100 percent. Absolutely. He's rocking the Fu Manchu. So uh, my boy Scyther, I don't even have to go into detail. Everybody I know knew that knows me knew this was going to be on my list. Um, Scyther is the perfect
1: Pokemon game. Stadium, the game where they drop the logs oh, and you're you either Scyther them. or Pinsir. It's them. a great game. Yeah. Uh, my number two, um, I'm sure Greg could guess my two and one now, knowing my yeah, list. 100%.
0: Um,
1: Greg talked about earlier how cool it was for a final evolution to gain Steel. Mm-hmm. Decidueye. He is the epitome of a Pokemon to me. It is hard for me to not put him one. And that is tough. Combo. Grass from Ghost, great type. Physical attacks on him. It's unreal. You would never think that. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, Sun and Moon and Ultra, Sun, Ultra Moon are so dumb when it comes to battling that they keep trying to, you know, you stomp and takedown on I me. Mean, it just doesn't work. Um, yeah, but man, he, I mean. his look is like a mix of Oliver Queen meets Katniss Everdeen meets a ninja meets, it's just incredible, like, how he goes about it. And coming from Rallet, who's this playful little ball that sleeps in Ash's backpack, to this ninja who can kind of camouflage in the trees and hit a bullseye,
0: archer owl.
1: It to me, my favorite starter in the new games was Sobble. Mm-hmm. and the arc has a similar feel. Like you have this happy-go-lucky Rallet who turns into this like very. I'm,
0: I would you know, argue he's
1: like. I don't think. I think. Star Tricks could be emo. That's what I'm saying. I think he's more just. I think Decidueye is just like very polished and like kind of quiet and like mm-hmm. almost like the movie Willow. Like just kind of is calm, cool, collective and just does what he needs to do and gets out of there, which is the complete opposite of a playful. Mm-hmm. To me, Sobble and Inteleon are very similar. Like Sobble's like this sad, you know, not. I would say he's not very confident, not very, you know, positive thinking and it turns into this almost sarcastic James Bond type guy. Like I love seeing that in Pokemon. Because it helps people kind of get over their own things.
0: My number one, um, I – again, first time I saw this Pokemon in 3D, I, I kind of changed away from Scyther into this Pokemon who was always my number two. Number one, my absolute favorite card, thought it was the rarest, the Spoon Boy himself, Alakazam. Uh, the fastest Pokemon, man. Like he outspeeds – Almost everything in the games. He better. But, but his, physical attack, <laughs> right, his physical attack is just hot trash. So I always just load him up with special attacks. Um, I love psychic types, number one. Number two, uh, when I lived in, in the suburbs, we had a bar right next to our house. And I'm driving home from the gym one morning in my efforts to lose weight. And I pop on Pokemon Go. Yes, while I was driving. I'm sorry. Everyone. Um, but the silhouette and I had like two Abras, like six candy was so far away from getting Alakazam a, the silhouette of an Alakazam at six 30 in the morning in the McGurk's Horsham parking lot showed up and I drove up to the parking lot, got out of my car, and like an idiot with my phone out, running around in a McGurk's parking lot trying to get this Alakazam to pop, I'm giving up, and it does. It pops up. It was CP38. It was the worst Alakazam <laughs> in the Good. history of Alakazam. And easy
1: to catch at 30 in the morning. It
0: was very easy to catch, and I got home, and my wife was still playing Pokemon Go at the time, and I woke her up to tell her, honey— there's an Alakazam across the street. We got to go. You got to get it. It was gone by the time we got there, so she never got it. And I made her go out in her pajamas at 6.30 in the morning to try and catch an Alakazam. That was my favorite Pokemon Go memory um, outside of the it for the first time, finding a Magmart in a pool, which was ironic. Um, but Alakazam – I use it in every team that I possibly can. I always try. I have a Kadabra to like level 50 because I have no friends, so it's tough to trade. <laughs> if, if you're not around, it's tough to trade, quite frankly. Uh, so I try for that. I was really devastated that Scyther and Alakazam, my top two Pokemon, are not in Sword and Shield, much less my top three with Sharpedo uh, and even four with Rayquaza for now. I think Ray, uh, Rayquaza is going to be in there because all the Legendaries are coming. But I, I am... Almost kind of disappointed that I don't get to play with Alakazam, but you're right. I do get, I do like playing new games with the newer Pokemon of the of that region. Um, so I wasn't super devastated, but to me, Alakazam is first of all the naming Abracadabra Alakazam, perfect flow to that family. Uh, Abra,
1: Abracadabra.
0: Level ten, you get one shot. Or it flit, it flees with teleport. And that was
1: before the quick ball.
0: Level right, level sixteen goes to Kadabra. So an early evolution, and they did that on purpose because it only knows teleport. So you have to throw it to the front of the party, throw it out, then call it back after the on the first turn. So like it, you that game knew it was going to be a schlog to get Kadabra. But then they didn't say, okay, we'll give you Alakazam. They said, fuck you, you have to trade. <laughs> so like to go from Albert to Alakazam is difficult unless you want a level sixteen Alakazam. I keep Kadabra till it learns its moves because we know that once you evolve it, it can't learn any more moves unless it's via TM or HM. That Luckily, you do thing, get
1: Psychic in the game, so you have that Psychic
0: option. is way OP in Gen 1. Right. So that whole thing of just, like, getting an Alakazam was a chore, and it was the best chore I've ever done for no allowance.
1: <laughs> wow. It's almost premeditated. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't, I agree. It wasn't. I my, don't have notes in front of me. My number one, ironically... Greg opened this card in his three card pack. He had three cards, and they were Sun and Moon cards, so sure.
0: <laughs> oh, really wait, that's the me. most
1: recent I don't cards. have
0: a single Sun and Moon Pokemon.
1: He pulled a Growlithe card. Growlithe has been my OG, my number yep. one for all it's time. His ride or die. Um, I've drawn many pictures of him. Uh, Just I... not
0: those types of pictures.
1: <laughs> How do you know?
0: <laughs> um, He's not on Imager.
1: The name, Growl, obviously, Dog Noise, Lith. Uh, is a term that means gracefully slender what I've always loved. And there's tons of dogs on my list. And some people go, how's grout your number one? He has tiger stripes or his ears are small. You know what I love about grout? He's treated like a dog. He acts like a dog. He seems happy like a dog. You know, whenever you see him in the anime with, um, officer Jenny, you know, he's licking her face or being pet or, or sitting by her side or barking
0: up, or blowing up a hot air balloon with one attack. Yeah. Or that. I just think
1: that so many of the other dogs, aren't treated that way and there's nothing more perfect than the relationship between a human and a dog it's just to me the dog can bite you the dog can go to the bathroom in the house they can do anything wrong when they give you that look and you pet them and you know they crawl up in a ball next to you there's just no feeling like that and for my entire pokemon generation honestly my entire life i don't remember much before i was eight um he's been part of it i have multiple things one time we're really into the mega uh blocks. Lego didn't get the rights to Pokemon. Mega blocks right. it, of course. And they sell these little Pokeballs. Which I
0: think Scyther is featured on one of those. They have an awesome Scyther one. I don't own it the, yet. You
1: sent me the picture. Yeah, I do not own that. But they have the little ones. They're like 6 or $7. And mm-hmm. they come in a Pokeball and you open it up and it's a million pieces and you put it together. I, we have a bunch. We have Geodude, Squirtle, Bulbasaur. You name it. And we're at Target one day and they randomly just have one. The whole pox is empty. It's just a box, and there's one turned over. And I go, oh, man, I really wanted to see if they had any new ones. And I look, I'm like, oh, it's not in the right section. So I turn it over. It's a Growlithe one. I've never seen it again. I have it. It's built. It's on my desk at home. I love it. I love Growlithe. There's really nothing more to say.
0: I I didn't have a Growlithe on my list. I don't know if I even put Arcanine on my list, but I think I need to rethink that because like, the more and more we talk about it, Arcanine is just... Greg, well, not from, Greg not can 50. see
1: my laptop right now. I have a very abstract growl sticker. and It it's,
0: is cool. It's badass. It is badass.
1: One quick thing I want to do before we move on from the top 10 mm-hmm. is I just want to give you guys a quick rundown of the dogs in my top 50 because I thought that would be cute. Um, I know Greg will disagree, but I have Absol at number 47. <laughs> That's cool. Man. He's on there. I have Electric at number 38. I like Electrek. Um, this one I think is up for debate. I never counted him as a dog until – I started Googling dogs, and everyone else does, apparently.
0: Hucario, number 28. I would I would go with that, too.
1: Yeah. It's uh, my ideal dog, but still. Lycanroc, number 27. Uh, Zacian, number 23. Bolton, obviously, 22. Minetric, 20. Like Hurtier, not Stoutland, at 16. Stoutland didn't make your list. No. So I had Stoutland in, like, the 40s. Mm-hmm. And then the more I thought about it, Herdier, people shit on a herdier all the time. They're like, it's just a dog with a cape. Like, what's cool about that? Like, what do you mean what's cool about it? He's literally looks like a sleuth. <laughs> like, he should be psychic type. Like, he looks like Sherlock Holmes.
0: He does. Like,
1: I just love that idea that he can sniff out something. Like, to me, that's what I see in him. Seekune, mm-hmm. uh, or Sweetcoon? I feel like, I go Sweetcoon. Suic- uh, 14. Houndor, 11. And then, Rockruff, 10. k 7. Yamper, 6. Doom 4, and growth 1.
0: No Schnubble. No schnubble. schnubble got schnubbed. Schnubble did not make my list. Uh, let's do the next two things in our list kind of combined here. Uh, I have a 45-minute spoiler-free impressions of Sword and Shield already as an episode title. Jim, you already talked a little bit about Sword and your impressions of that. Let's tie the knot on that. Finish out your impressions of Sword and Shield, but also your thoughts on the Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra DLCs.
1: You got it. And I, I think we can kind of wrap this up pretty quickly since we've talked about a lot. Uh, pros, 400 Pokedex. I'll say it again for like the 500th time. I thought it was perfect. Um, I'm really, really happy that they kept spawned Pokemon in the game. Mm-hmm. There was talk after Let's Go Pikachu like and Let's that they Go Eevee. Both. Right. There was talk when they uh, ended Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu's Run. That we no longer had that and that all encounters would be wild. That was that really bummed me out. And I was mm-hmm. shocked. Even to the day that I put the game in the cartridge, I was shocked that they were actually spawning. Cause I wasn't really reading up when I wanted to be excited. I
0: actually like that they didn't make the random encounters super random. They have the exclamation point that you can walk to. The one downside about Black to me was there are more random encounters in that game. It's literally I take a step, random encounter, none the step room. There are way too many random encounters in that game. So I, I love the, the idea. And it's
1: probably issues. not more Pokemon, it's just that you like, imagine the wild area if they were all random. Like Ima- You would just constantly walk in. the. Imagine
0: Pokemon. going through Victory Road. <laughs> it's yeah. the
1: worst. Um, I love the legendary Pokemon. Um, I'm not going to talk about dogs anymore. You got it. Um, I love the new Pokemon. I already said that before. They mm-hmm. really hit with me. Corviknight was awesome. Come Yamper, on, you know my rule about Yamper. Um, I love Inteleon. He was high on my list. I think he was like 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a water James Bond. He's, his moves are just awesome. Um, The visuals were great. I've said before, I don't want my Pokemon to be too realistic. I don't want my Pokemon to look like Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. I want my Pokemon to look like Pokemon. My cons, I thought the post-game content was a little lacking. Now that we know there's DLC, that obviously changes that. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish the movable camera was the whole time. Obviously, there'd be a lot of coding. You get used to it. Yeah, I don't play with my online enabled mm-hmm. until I'm making a trade. So the Same. lag doesn't bother me, but I can understand that as a complaint for people who love rating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love rating. That's another con I have. Okay. Um, my brother-in-law actually just texted me today saying he's getting really into it. Mm-hmm. And people keep throwing up shinies and all that jazz. So maybe I'll dive back in Um it's like so where I got
0: my only shiny. I have a shiny Gyarados from a raid.
1: Um, we talked about this before, too. Um, I liked in Let's Go that you could ride Pokemon or at least have them follow behind you. Mm-hmm. I wish they kept that. Um, I thought one feature they did really poor job with was flying to different locations. It's just, just, a, black it's just a black screen. It's a yeah. loading
0: screen. Like There's not even an animation of Corviknight taking you like, up in I a I can not remember. Was it
1: the end of um, Omega and... Alpha. Uh, alpha where you could like fly around. Yes. Yeah. Like where All is audios. that technology?
0: Put that back in the game. Yeah. Um, it's called, they called that SOAR. It was a different HM. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, Pokeball plus use, That bummed me. I literally put the game in with my Pokeball in my hand. And I was like, why is this not working? I can't <laughs> get the load. And I researched and it's like, oh, you can carry it around with you while you're at work. Cool. Like I really, really, really. It's a really, $50 paperweight. And uh, it's a $50 Mew. I just love cool playing with it though. It yeah. Was so fun. I don't even own one. And I don't even care about the motion of throwing. Like I just like having a single joystick. It was just a cool way to play a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my pros and cons. I told you I'd keep it sweet. I did. My um, DLC hope, thoughts. My hopes for the DLC probably even shorter. I don't want just another wild area. That's my only fear. Um, they already
0: said both of them will act as wild areas. I know they will have I hope wild areas. There's more.
1: But I'm almost hoping you know, like when you leave the wild area and go into the city. Like I hope there's a couple of those. I think there will the be, area.
0: and I also think they're going to hopefully keep the controllable camera. Even throughout that. Because they said controllable camera will be in the DLC. I just hope it's always. And not just in the quote unquote new wild. I animals.
1: think I'm purposely being a little bit harsher on the DLC. Mm-hmm. Because I think what kills your expectations the most. Is or how- what kills the game the most. Is if you hype it up too much. Oh sure. Um, more Galarian forms. Come on Ice Houndur and Houndoom. I'm
0: feeling it. We're going to get more Galarian I forms. Because think- we got Slowpoke and the three legendary birds. So we're getting more. We are. I just don't want it to be Gen 1. So I'm happy that you want Houndour because – or Houndoom even, whatever, because it's Gen, what, 2 or 3? 2. So, I mean, like anything more we can do with non-Kanto Pokemon the, to give new The fans. last
1: thing I have is kind of a weird one. I haven't heard anyone say this, but we've been watching a lot. Me and my wife have been binge watching Smallville. I don't want to cross things here. Sam would love that. But the end of Season 1 of Smallville has such a good cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. I want Isle of Armor to cliffhang us. I want it to wow, end okay. and everyone be mad. So you're that in to go from February to November, those 10 months or no, June to November, right? When's it coming out? The first one. Uh,
0: the Isle of Armor will come out in June. Crown right. Tundra will Right. I want those
1: five months of people being annoyed, upset, anxious, anxious. Like I want it to end in some way that makes you like I want them to bridge. I don't want it to feel like two completely separate things. That's my mm-hmm. only fear. Um, so those are really my hopes for it. I don't want to go in with too much expectations. I want more Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about the Legendary Birds. I'm not excited about the Reggie. Like, I just don't care about I them. I think that
0: they're adding two new Regis is cool to me. Are they it all going to be level one? I don't know. Like Reggie gears. But, but at the same time, <laughs> the same time, that gives me hope that that they can do whatever they want.
1: I just think they're balancing the it out yeah. to a very, like, uh like to me, like the legendary birds being redone is because Moltres sucks. Let's all be yep. truthful. No, no it's, offense to Moltres if you're listening. No, it's the worst. Um, but they, Moltres looks awesome in this one. He does. So I'm excited for that. Um, I think they all arguably look better than their original form. But at the end of the day, I just love this idea. Just playing Ultra Sun, and Ultra Moon. Like I stopped playing it when I bought it. I bought it the day it came out because that was the same game. Yeah. Now I'm. Um, I have the guide, which I'm not normally a guide guy, but I'm like I want to get through all this. I want to get to the end. I actually just want to get to the post credit and fight like Giovanni oh, and all the old people oh, like my
0: God. rainbow rock. Yeah. Like I can't
1: wait. Like I've never done it. So yeah. that'll be cool. Um, DLC is great. Stop. Stop complaining about paying for money. Like no one cares about paying for smash characters. No one cares about breath of the wild. If you have to pay for expansion, to no pay one, for a cares. Motorcycle
0: no a one cares
1: about any other Nintendo product. For some reason, Pokemon can't be touched and, I just think that's silly. Give us well, more. Content. Pokemon
0: has a very vile fan base in some in some cases, um, just like a lot of large franchises. So, with that being said, you can actually hear my thoughts, predictions, and hopes on the DLC as well in a different episode. It's entitled "Pokemon Sword and Shields Getting DLC." It's only two or three episodes ago. So, if you want to hear my thoughts on that, go back to that. Two quick new. I'm sorry, one quick news story, and then Jim's going to do a TCG. Spotlight of the week, and then we're gonna get on out of here. Uh, a new mythical Pokemon is actually set to be unveiled this Pokemon Day, February twenty seventh for Sword and Shield. I'd imagine it's gonna happen in the DLC. Maybe get sprinkled into Go, like Meltan did. Who knows? But we're gonna get a new mythical. It's gonna be our first mythical of Sword and Shield Gen eight. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, let's not make it GameStop cards. That they hand out. Uh, the GameStop is brutal. done. That's over. It's a- Nintendo has this thing with Best Buy now. They have a lot of partnerships with Best Buy. Don't make me leave my house. You have the mystery gift. You have the online thing. And quite frankly, if you can just put get an update out there and get Slowpoke and that cutscene in there, you can do it with a mythical patch them into the game. Let's fucking go.
1: Hey Nintendo, I'd be cool if it's a dog.
0: Give me, give me the bridge to the DLC. Like this will get me. Hopefully through till June because like I was cool with waiting till June, but it's only February 6th as we record this. And I'm like, are you sure it's it's, not February 7th yet? No, as we record this, it's we're an hour and three minutes away from February 7th. (laughs) It's almost midnight and I have work tomorrow. I'm assuming you do too. Of course. Yeah, fuck that. Sam doesn't have. I'm excited for work tomorrow. All right, uh, so that was our only news story of the day. We wanted to keep it very Pokemon specific. What is your TCG, the trading card game, spotlight of the week?
1: Yeah, so I brought a card. Um, I wasn't sure how we we're going to do this, and I really just went straight visual for this one. I hope you have me on again for another Pokemon podcast at some time. I could do maybe more of a value thing. You know, I have all Gen One cards. I could I could do that, but I went with a new card that came out um, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. But it's actually Armored Mewtwo. And it is just I saw this card I haven't seen it up close. Then. It is just incredible and you guys will see it on um, oh, Instagram. the Instagram page. but not only is it holographic purple, which it's reverse hollow. Isn't it? yeah, yeah, it's a full art holographic is what oh, they call go. this, but it also has the old school circle style where mm-hmm. you can see the different circles in the holographic. It's very cool. Oh, wow. He's juiced up, he's armed up, he's ready to go. Cheap attack, does 120. Can't attack on the next turn, but who cares? We'll be wiping out Pokemon by that time. But 130. 130. Yeah, three psychic energies for
0: psychic raid. 120 HP. Armor Mewtwo. Holy smokes.
1: It's definitely cool.
0: Um, value, it's a promo
1: card. Yeah. For
0: what? Do you remember? Um, the
1: box set was for I love one of your the newer sleeves, sets. by the way. Purple sleeves. Oh, always. It's a great touch. Like I said, I don't... I'm not a big collector when it comes to these things because I play the card game, physical card game with friends, and it's in a sleeve because it was actually in a deck of mine. Um,
0: but that's kind of what I got for the TCG Spotlight for today. Uh, we will, again, we'll put a picture of that up on our Instagram post on February 7th when this episode goes live. Uh, that is it for episode 172. We Pokemon and we know things. Jim, any final thoughts before we go?
1: Yes. Um, I want to run down one quick thing, and it's just my future hopes for Pokemon in general. I think Sometimes we get so caught up in whatever the current game is that it's so easy to predict, I want this Pokemon in Sword and Shield, or I want a Pokemon, you know, I want more Pokemon in the Pokedex. Like, those are simple things. But I made a quick list. Number one, I've said it like three times already, can we please get a Pokemon Snap game on Switch? I want a Pokemon Snap game If you're going to make another side game,
0: I'm happy they went Mystery Dungeon, but, like, let's go back to Snap. I'm not. Make Snap. (laughs) Um, sick.
1: Let's go Johto! Love make that. it happen. Would love that. Give me a reason to use my Pokeball Plus again. Uh, I'll play the game just like that. That would be incredible. I would even be willing, and this is going to sound crazy, to give up going back to Kanto to have this game made. Jesus,
0: that's the if only thing. I could thing just is-
1: do the Johto League with the Johto Pokemon. Like that's I would like be the in.
0: one thing that I think holds this game back from being made is they'd have to go back to Kanto again. and I just don't know if they want to. Um, but we would get Jasmine as opposed to Coco. I would love games
1: to have larger lists of exclusives to encourage wow, better trading. completely the opposite. My problem with the... Like, okay, five, me, five max. Let me change the wording. More, maybe not is the right word, better. Like, I want there to be a reason right. for people to want to trade for right. these Pokemon other than just filling your decks. Yeah. Like, I want, like, red and blue, like, mm-hmm. you had to decide whether you wanted Volpix Scythe, or Growlithe. Like, or that's, Scyther or Electabuzz. Right. Like, those are huge decisions. I don't think any of the recent games had that.
0: Like, I, yeah, the Ponyta was cool. I was never going to use the Ponyta. Right. Surfetch, though, is viable. I guess. Cursula is one of the most popular Pokemon of the generation. So, like, it had one or two. But at the same time, um, one was Newsleaf and uh, Lotad. Who cares? who cares? Like, Lotad's cool, I guess, if you're into Detective Pikachu bartenders. Yeah. Uh, like, Ludicola.
1: Yeah. It, like, yeah. who cares? Um so a couple more things. Uh, Pokemon theme park. Let's make this happen. They're already talking about Nintendo parks in Universal. Let's get a Pokemon park. Could you imagine like the Universal Harry Potter stuff with the dueling dragons? Like Charizard, Mega Charizard X, Mega Charizard Y rides. I know it would all start with Kanto stuff. So like that's a pipe dream. But give us a theme park. Uh, I mentioned this to Greg earlier. and I've never seen this anywhere. And I think it's probably not an original thought. I'm sure someone else has thought of it. Give me a red, blue and yellow style game. With all 890. Like you can't tell me that
0: he means like 2d sprites, old school, old school, but write a story. I don't care what the region's like when you're, when you're talking about this, I have a photo I need to show you, but
1: let us catch all 890 in a simple game. I don't know if this is on switch. I don't know if this is mobile. I don't really care. I just think this would be an awesome thing for the older generation of Pokemon fans because
0: the sprites are awesome
1: and it, when I say red, blue, yellow, maybe I'm going a little too old. It could be the look of Gen Ruby 3. Sapphire. Like, that would be fine. I,
0: I think a lot of fans would would actually like the old 8-bit bullshit style. I think I still have this photo. Keep going. Um, Online trading card game? Give me iPhone capabilities. Yeah, please. Um,
1: One of the weird things is when you buy a deck or you buy a pack, you get a code that you can download the cards. And if you get a pack, what's really cool you download the code, you get a pack in the game. You don't get the cards from the pack. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's but right. there's an option to scan the code. I have it. There's an option to scan the code. Unless you have a webcam and it's not 2005, you have to type in this long code. iPhone, scan, let's go.
0: The QR thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, to your point previously about wanting a Pokemon new Pokemon game in the old art style. Amazing. Love it. This is one of my favorite photos. It's the Pokemon title screen with Score Bunny, and grookey in gen one style and even with like some bad art like grookey's arm is kind of weird looking i thought you'd like that photo
1: i do and lastly and i can't say this enough Enjoy. join the online pokemon trading card game play with your friends it's fantastic i want more friends to play with as well because i'm always battling probably five year olds um but other than that i mean that's what i got for pokemon i mean you got to catch them all
0: well, it's so you much could fun. back in the day for only twenty nine ninety-five at Funko Land. Oh, with that 15, ad is great. The fifteen dollar link cable.
1: That ad is phenomenal. So uh fuck yeah, Garchomp. <laughs>
0: that was tough for me to keep off my top ten too. He was somewhere in my top twenty. Garchomp was fifteen or sixteen. The yeah. sixteen was hertier, Garchomp was fifteen. Jim, thank you so much for coming on. We had to start late because of some issues. We're ending around eleven o'clock, which is the latest uh, in a long time I've ended an episode. I we interviewed somebody from Japan. And they called in live from Japan, so we did that at eleven thirty at night. Um, So that was that was a fun experience. But I now get to go edit this show, Um, so it might not be available at the five a.m. Which I promise, maybe like seven.
1: And because Greg Um, moved from being three minutes from me to being thirty five
0: minutes, I need to go drive thirty five minutes home. So yeah, by the time you get home, I might be halfway done editing. Um, Dude, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for making the drive down. Thank you so much for coming on um, with like six days' notice, for doing all the prep work, for bringing all the shit that you did, for hanging out, um, and for doing a three hour (laughs) podcast with me, man. I I appreciate it. You got it, man. Thank you so much. And go ahead, just say something. I have nothing to say. (laughs) Sam will be back next week for episode 173. Cipher.